We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. Three, two, one, we're live. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of mdh tv again coming full-fledged 2022 you feel me first part of the year how you doing man oh yeah that is crazy merry uh i mean happy new year's to everybody you feel me it's it's a second i should have said it yesterday but i didn't but i'm doing pretty good though i'm doing pretty swell how are you i'm pretty good you feel me um just been putting in work every every day my grandma and like my mom, they'll call me and ask what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm working. They're like, where are you working? I'm like, I'm editing a video. Like, I'm working. <laughs> Cause I, I don't know. This editing stuff takes a while. Like, yeah, it's it, 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 the time flies too. Like while you're editing, yeah. it's crazy. And it's, it's such a tedious process too. Sometimes, sometimes it's fun. Like some videos I have fun doing, but then some I'm like, <sighs> cause yeah, like some of. A lot of it is just like matching stuff up, like just to make sure like it's on time. And it's yeah. like, you have to be, when you have to do like precise stuff, it gets annoying, but Bro. it's still cool. Oh. I still like it though. Yeah, like I usually like editing, but like even the ones I like, it is so super tedious. Like I like doing it. And then like, I'll be like, all right, I'm about to edit this video and post it in like 30 minutes or schedule it to be posted. And hopefully I'll be done before 10.30. Let's say I started editing at like 9.30. It'll be 12. And I'm still not like yeah. halfway done. I'm just like, but I mean, I like that it's kind of, I kind of like that it's taking me longer to edit. Cause like, I got like more attention to detail when I'm editing now. I'm, I'm trying to put out higher quality things. So I'm happy about that. But also to everybody who was expecting a, a podcast last week we wanted to apologize but we needed a break for a week you feel me so we gave ourselves that week off and i was here full oh, fledged. you feel okay. me i was in uh la so and my yeah, sister, and it was hard to film my sister has a one bedroom apartment so we were like all like sharing the living room but it was cool though actually you know we can talk about la a little bit because it you know I know we bash a. I know we bash LA a lot, and it's a beautiful place, bro. Like it, I haven't been. I think the last time I I went there and like actually paid attention was like eighth grade. No, probably like seventh, sixth, or seventh grade. So it's been a while. But now that I, bro, it's it's such a beautiful place. But the way it's ran is so disgusting. Like there's a, I don't know if you've ever heard of Skid Row. My sister lives like two streets down from Skid Row. Like she lives literally down the street because she lives in downtown LA. And we rode past it, bro. And it is the, 
I mean, you could say scary, but it's the saddest thing that you'll ever see in life because these people are literally in the most, probably the most like, uh, or the highest grossing city in the world. Like it's one of them for sure. And mind you, they're taking taxes out of everybody's like behind. And they're still like, like literally Skid Row is like its own little community of homeless people. And there's just tents all the down the street, bro. It is, it's, it's, it's on like, it's a beautiful city, but the people that run it or in the, most of the people that's in it is, it's, it's, it's saddening, bro. Honestly. Yeah, for real. Like, for as much money as the state of California, and like you said, just the city of LA and Hollywood alone gets like exactly like there it's not even just like the homeless thing too, but the amount of trash and waste that's everywhere. Oh, oh, literally, like trash cans would be all the way full, and then there'll be a pile of garbage just surrounded by it. And mind you, it was raining, so there was garbage like rolling down the street in water, bro. It's like is 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 terrible bro and then another thing is well did you have anything else to say to that point um no nah, i was just gonna say like when and this is the thing it's like i haven't even been in new york yet so i'm not gonna speak too much on new york but in these movies and the media they show you like la this is so beautiful so wonderful new york this is so yada yada, yada. i'm not saying it's not but there's also a lot that they're not showing y'all. And that's like the true LA. There's a lot of homeless people. There's a lot of trash. There's a lot of garbage. And I go to school with a lot of people who've never even been on the West coast. So they'll be like, Oh, I want to go to LA. How's LA. They'll ask me shit like that. I'm like, I mean, it's cool, but it's not like, it's not like what it seems for real. You know, it's, it's really not. Yeah. It's like, it's like my mom, she wants me to live out there. And I'm like, it's a beautiful place to visit. Like, to just go there and have a good time, like, I feel like that's, that's like one of the best destinations you could possibly go to. But to live there, it's like, I just, I don't know if I could do it, to be honest. Do you think it's kind of like how Vegas is? Like, yeah, to go there and have a good time is great. But like, to live there is probably not the place you want to be living. It's kind of like that. A little bit, but Vegas is like, Vegas is a lot more like, con- I'm not going to say control, but there's like more maintenance and more help for the community in Vegas, in my opinion. Like if you go down the street, like you're not just going to, there's not really a lot of places unless you go to downtown. There's not like a whole bunch of places where there's just like loads of homeless people. There's like, well, I guess next to Rancho, there's a lot of homeless people. But it's not like it's not like L.A., but L.A. has more people, though, at the same time. So I don't know. I think I think Vegas is an OK, OK place to live. If I had to choose between Vegas and L.A., I would choose Vegas to live. But I definitely get what you're saying, because like people people want to come out here to have a part. They think it's going to be a party 24 seven. Like the strip, what bro, like people from Vegas, like they barely don't even go to the strip. I've been to the strip, honestly, like three times in my life. It, like in all serious, I think I went there for Chris's graduation for like some home, I mean, not homecoming pictures. Oh, you know, for graduation pictures and like a quinceanera and that's it. Those are the only time. And you really can't even do nothing on the strip if you're not over 21. You can't even be out past like 11 or something. 
but it's beautiful though. And bro, the strip is so nice. I, I rode past like this street I've never been on. I think it was a God, I think it was Harmon. It took Harmon through this the strip. It oh my god. I used to live on Harmon. For yeah, but I was like, bro, this is so nice. Like I lived I, on the bad side of Harmon. Yeah, <laughs> It's like you like got right that, before you got your strip. You got that like those two blocks where it's nice and then it's just like trash. But like, it's like I wrote an essay on that um in my anthropology class last semester, or I guess two semesters ago, last spring semester. It was my final, and like we had to pick an object, and mine was roads. And I compared like how fast the Raiders Stadium got built versus like these roads in vegas mind you i live i moved to vegas like it was maybe like 2007 or 8 and these roads are literally still these same roads have the same cones on them the same signs are still under construction like damn near 15 years later so i just made that comparison i was like you can drive through the strip the roads are so nicely paved they're beautifully paved yada 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 and literally as soon as you pass the stoplight you'll start hitting potholes you'll start remember like where your dad lived like that was right by the strip and it was trashed like it was tra- like literally by UNLV by the college campus like it's a trash area around there but you know it's a college campus but it's it's crazy because it's it's like right off the strip too. Like they didn't even have the decency to be like, you know what? People might have to drive through this part to get to the strip. They was just like, you know what? We don't care. And it's the same way like, oh, my bad y'all. But it's the same way with like, where where we where we grew, well, where I grew up mostly North Las Vegas. Like, I mean, the streets are getting done now a little bit. Like they just finished Ann Road. Like just finished Ann Road. And well, the Ann Road that I live on, but it's like, it's been construction for years. And I think, but at the same time, I, you know, North Las, or the, the same time Las Vegas is like, it's been expanding for a very long time. Yeah. So I understand why there's construction, especially on a, in the North part of town, because when I first moved here, there wasn't like any houses. There was like barely houses. So I kind of get it, but I wanted to say this one thing about LA too. That's honestly the most haunting. It's it's probably the scariest thing to me personally. Well, hold on. Before you do, before you say the haunting thing, I want to ask like, did, like, did you have fun in LA? Like, what what was you doing? Yeah, I had fun. I was, I did like, I did a few videos, so that was cool. Um, I went to eat and stuff. You know, the funnest thing that we were gonna do, brother. Mostly, like, I was so excited to do this, but it was honestly like. I was disappointed when I couldn't. We were supposed to go to this Holocaust Museum, which we actually went to as a school, Valley did, or IB did, uh, my senior year. Was it senior? Yeah, I think senior year. So I was like super excited to go and they didn't let us in because we didn't have the, the uh, vaccine. So, or we didn't have the vaccine card. And my mom, she even has a vaccine, but she didn't have the card, so she couldn't show proof. So like, we didn't, they, they literally- they vaccine passporting y'all in LA? Bro, we literally, the first day we got, well, the second day we got there, we went to Chipotle, try, got some food, kicked us out of Chipotle because we didn't have the the card and we had to eat outside. I'm like, bro, this is like, this I is- I mean, I feel like that's not as crazy as them like denying you. Yeah, no, entry. 
Yeah, the Holocaust thing is even worse because the Chipotle thing is like, okay, like uh, this is food. You can eat outside. You don't have to eat in here. But this, these pictures and this information that y'all got in here, bro, you can't find this nowhere else. Like, especially not live. So it's crazy that they're like even stopping like educational things. Like I'm not going to the Holocaust, I mean, to the Holocaust Museum to go and talk to people and socialize. Like I'm going here to observe and learn and y'all can, y'all not even letting us do that. You, you feel me? What did Hitler start with? Started burning the books. What they doing? They not letting you get into institutions now because you don't have the vaccine. They not letting you get educated because you ain't got the vaccine. So that's crazy. People got to pay attention. But well, what was the haunting thing? Oh, so this actually that that was pretty bad. Now that I've actually explained that part about the vaccine. Yeah, that's just that just sounds terrifying. But, get into certain places. But like another thing that 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 had happened because I I was I remember I listened to this interview with uh, Kanye West and he was like, one of the worst things I did was let my mom move to L.A. because when she went to L.A. she seen all these good looking people. And she started to feel less than and start feeling insecure. And that's why she wanted like the plastic surgery and stuff. And man, LA is like, LA is so full of people that are just so lost in trying to make their lives seem better than they actually are. Like my sister was telling me about the body dysmorphia issue that's going on in there and how girls are literally starving themselves just to, you know, look good how many girls are getting plastic surgery just to look good and that right there I mean that's not even on a political tip that's like even if they were to say no more vaccine mandate that would still be the biggest issue in LA to me and probably the biggest issue in the world is like oh yeah people are so insecure nowadays because of this this image that's being portrayed by a lot of these not even celebrities but just like but just by the way you can portray yourself on social media, like nobody sees the bad side of anything. Like everybody sees, oh, they got a nice car. They eating breakfast. Little do they know that's the only time they ever cook breakfast a day, a day in their life. For they, real. They, be, they be having hot pockets for breakfast every other morning. But this morning they wanted to make a green smoothie with some avocado toast. And it's like, it's so sad because people are just, people are losing themselves and losing what makes them them just so they could be somebody else for real and like that's just like you said that's a real scary thing in society because like i was gonna ask you do you think that the homeless people on skid row are happier than majority of like these influencers these famous people whatever whatever that have to live in this spotlight in la and have to like kind of contort their mind and like like whose mental health do you think is better because i kind of like am leaning towards maybe the people on six skid row their mental health i I won't know i don't know if i'll go as far to say they're happier but i think their mental health may be at least better than a good amount of let's just say for instance the influencer community in la who's trying to fit into like you know this certain demographic or whatever what do you think Literally, bro, it's crazy that you asked me that because I was just thinking of this. Uh, it was either yesterday or the day before you. No, it was yesterday in the morning. So as you know, I'm the huge, well, one of the hugest fans of the Hodge Twins. Like I've been watching the Hodge Twins literally since like junior year in high school. I used to brush my hair to the Hodge Twins videos. And 
one thing I know, so their daughter, I don't know if you know, their daughter has a YouTube channel too. And I a lot of know her, they had a daughter. Huh? Wait, you said their, whose daughter is it? Uh, it's Keith's daughter. Oh, uh, I was like, their daughter. Well, they got, well, they all got kids. Well, they both got kids, but. I didn't know that though. Yeah, so she has a YouTube channel too. And she does a lot of videos reacting to their videos, which is honestly kind of cool. Uh, you should watch it. That's, it's kind of funny because, you know, they be saying crazy stuff and it's funny. But anyways, in her, in the background. Wait, wait, how old is the daughter? I think she like, she probably, she's 18, I think. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but in the background, I see she has these stacks of shoes. Well, not stacks, but you know how people have those like, shelves on the wall where they can hang their shoes and then you and then I like I remember because I I watch vintage old I mean Hodge Swin so in their videos you'll see them wearing like trash shoes like they'll just be wearing whatever and they'll think it's fly and in my mind I'm like these dudes grew up so poor but yet they're so free because they can wear whatever they want they like they the reason why I love them so much is because they literally are their own sponsors, bro. Like they wear their own clothes in the video. They sponsor their own videos. And it's, I think that, I think a lot of it is because when you grow up poor, you don't even have the pressure to even look rich because you're poor. Like if you grow up around a poor community, not like a lot like LA where it's a whole bunch of broke people trying to act rich. But if it, you grow up poor and everybody's around you is poor, you're not going to care about looking rich because everybody know you're everybody knows you're poor. But then you look at their daughter, and you see her like that's that's the aesthetic of her video is having those shoes in the background. She feels like that's that's what's cool. But it's like look at your parent, look at your father though. Like they're literally rocking Under Armour and they're happy. Well, I don't know if they're happy, but they think they look fly. And and it really made me question. Like you said, like does being born into a, a rich family or even like a wealthy community where you have to, where you feel that pressure of you have to compete with these people. Is that, that, that seems to me worse than being born in a, a like a community where everybody is just poor. Cause that's, you don't have to live up to that image. That's what I'm going to say. Like where we come from, the community we were around, the community we were in, you feel me? That made us who we are, that made our mental how it is. The, the next leaders of the generation got to come from an impoverished community because one, when you got to go through a struggle of some sort, you understand other people, which is the majority of people who are in that struggle. So you understand how to talk to them. You understand why they do the things they do. You understand how all of that. One, if you're born into wealth, you won't understand why somebody does who's poor does something. So it broadens your perspective. And when you're born in kind of that type of situation, you don't have, you know, these outlandish expectations of what life is supposed to be and like what you need to live. Like some people literally think they need an extra house, house to be happy, you know, because they were born into that. Some people feel like they need a nice car. I'm like, bro. Or or a, a Gucci shirt. And it's like, when when you grew up getting your outfits from Ross, you know, like, you know, you all you need is the shirt on your back and nope. you'll be straight. You know what I'm saying? And like, I like that you bring up how people 
who are born poor, they don't really have the pressure to feel or try and look rich. But I almost kind of disagree with that just because a lot of the kids we went to high school with that would be in these poor communities and they would try to put on like they got money that they don't have. I remember so many people I used to take the bus with, they would have like five, six, seven, eight different outfits, true eat out, true religion out. Gucci, uh, Balenciagas. It's like Balenciaga. That's like a thousand dollar shoe right there. True Religions. You got ten pairs of True Religion jeans. That's like three thousand dollars worth of, of jeans for t- just ten jeans. You feel me? So it's like I, I I know a lot of people around where we live, and I remember myself falling into that trap of man, I gotta try and look fly or whatever, whatever. Knowing I didn't have it to where I was doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to speak on on here. But I was doing certain stuff thinking that I had to do that type of stuff so I could fit in. And that's the thing. It's like once I got all the clothes or whatever and a a couple of pairs of nice shoes and I was wearing, I thought like my whole life was going to change. I was like, all right, this is what I need. You know what I'm saying? And it's like once you get it, it's like that really it kind of just makes you sadder because you realize that the whole time it wasn't your clothes that was good like (laughs) yeah and it's like and it almost makes and it it really starts like this this spiral because it's like you'll get something and then it's not enough but then you might get a couple compliments though but compliments aren't really that important you know what i'm saying a dude walking down the hallway saying those some nice shoes that might you know tick your ego to make you be like you know what if he said something good about it, that means I just got to get more and more. So more people say something about it. When in reality, it's like, it's not you that like, the shoes don't make who you are. The clothing doesn't make who you are. And, you know, to a lot of like, to a lot of people who are lost, it may get your foot in the door with him. Like some girls, they'd be like, if he not fly, I'm not talking to him. But then they'll know, but then they'll realize in the long run, or once they sit down and have a conversation with him, that stuff really doesn't matter. And especially now that I'm getting older and like, I'm starting to see like, if you can't, if you can't bag a girl in some, what, what do young young men say? Bag, bag a girl in some bummy, some bummy shit. Yeah. If you can't bag a girl in no bummy clothes, you just can't, you can't bag a girl. You just ain't got it like that. And it's so, and it's going to show in the long run. Cause once you hit like, you know, cause like my mom's like 40, you know, or 40, I ain't go, My mom, <laughs> my mom's older woman. You know what I'm saying? And I hear how she talks about guys like they're not like, oh, he wears Jordans. That's so nice. It's like, what type of what type of security does he offer? Like, what does he really bring to the table? It's not like you could wear all these nice shoes if you want to, but what are you really doing for that person? And Bro. as you get older, you'll start to notice because, like in high school, yeah, people care about what you wear. That's I ain't even gonna lie to you, people that. To a certain like the number one thing. Yeah, to a certain extent, that does like make your image in high school. But past that, bro, don't nobody really care about that. Because and then then it'd be so crazy because like once you leave high school, you start to realize or even college too, but like college is a little bit different because people don't care as much. But like once you leave high school, you realize you don't even gotta buy that many outfits. Cause you know, in high school, you gotta wear a different outfit every day or else you weird, but like in the regular world, you either got a job or you got a uniform 
or you're not going to see the same people every day because you're going to different places. So it's like you could honestly have a cool little like seven cool outfits and you'll be straight. For real. Like, I know it's time to do, I have like, I think like five or six pairs of sweats I wear and I know it's time to do laundry when like I run out of sweats to wear because I wear sweats like every day. The only time I wear jeans is when all my sweats is dirty and I have to wear jeans because I haven't done my laundry. That's like, yeah, I remember in high school, like, I used to care, I ain't going to say hella, but I used to care way more than I did right now. And, like, now, like, I really don't give a fuck. Like, I'm at the point right now, like, and that's also because, like, girls and women, they just so far out of my mind right now. Like, right now, I'm like, I'm like Iron Man was in that cave, you know? Like, I'm just in grind mode right now, like, trying to build you know, this Iron Man suit, you know, until I can build Stark Industries. That's what I'm, that's, that's where I'm at right now. I, I don't care about how right, I look. I don't care about, you feel me, all that. But, what? That was tight, man. <laughs> oh, good luck. <laughs> but, yeah, um, but I before we, like, get off of this Vegas talk, since we run Vegas up, I wanted, like, to bring this up. Last year, it was ranked top 10 in, in the murder mur- or it had a top 10 murder rate in the entire country. I think it was number seven, but I'm not even going to say uh, exactly which one it was because I, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it was number seven, but it was definitely top 10. There's North Las Vegas where I ended off my high school career, my last two and a half years of living in Vegas and where Andre grew up the whole time. North Las Vegas compared to Vegas looks way nicer. Like, it's way cleaner. It's newer, all that. But the crime is terrible. And also, there were, um, I think, either yesterday or two days ago, there were two shootings, one at Fashion Show Mall and one at Meadows Mall on the same day. <laughs> Both oh, the malls got shot up. Yeah, it, yeah, it's not sad, but it's just like, come oh, on now. Sad. I mean, yeah, yeah, it is sad. It's not funny, <laughs> but it's like you can't. You gotta laugh at at the pain so you're not crying about. You feel me? But bro, yeah, like that. I've been looking for an excuse to be laughing at people's downfalls for a while because it's like I'll be feeling bad, but like I'd rather laugh about it. But go ahead, bro. No, I was gonna. I was just about to ask you, like. What do you think about all the violence that's just been going on in Vegas lately? I feel like, especially since I left, like, it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. Like, more people I know are dying, like, every single year. I think last year was, like, the most people I personally knew that just ended up getting killed. Not, Not even just dying. Like, these people are 17, 18, 19, 20 less than 23 years old. So anywhere from 16 to 23. And they in like they're out here getting murdered. Like not even just dying off no yeah, shit like yeah. murder. Yeah, honestly man, it's like it's so sad to see because you know, when you're in it, like when you when you live here, it's like it's not as well, I don't know, it may be as bad. You become numb to it. Yeah, you don't really it's notice. always happening. Yeah, you don't really notice it. And then, you know, like like you're in or you go to school in Pennsylvania. I go to school in Reno. 
and you read the headlines or you see it on Facebook and it's like, wow, like it, it, not only not only that part of it, but you're also seeing a whole different side of life. Yeah, exactly. Like, wow, bro, like this is really, this is really bad. And I remember I posted on Snapchat, it, it was a joke, you know what I'm saying? It was a joke. But I was like, ah, so many black people that's so scary because I, I'm used to growing up in, Re I mean, I'm used to Reno. And when I came back here, it was like, like you realize once you leave and come back, you realize just how neglected these people are, like these communities are, I should say. And I, you know, I like, I, I don't want to put it on the government or anything like that, but it's just like the role models are terrible. And as far as the violence goes, it's even crazier because these are people that you grew up, not, e not even like, I'm not going to say I knew everybody that's, I, I don't know everybody that's killing people and all that stuff. Like, I don't know nobody, but these are people that you've seen growing up, like the Facebook famous people, the people that you would see on the basket, the people you would play against playing basketball. And you see them like picking up guns now. You see them like, bro, I got a couple people on Snapchat where I literally watched their story. Remember we used to- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We used to watch this one, one of our old friends oh God, yeah. because it was just straight ignorance. And it's funny, I mean, it was funny because they be doing some funny stuff, but like, it's sad though at the same time because- Because yeah, we, we would laugh at, and these are guys we either played against or I played with a couple of them. I went to school with them. And that's the thing, like, you know, I played on a lot of basketball teams. A lot of these people that I've literally played with before. Yeah. But with it, like with these people that Andre was just talking about, like we would be laughing at them doing ignorance shit, but it's so sad because they would be off of like bars and like bars, bro. Like, like bar, not just like a pill, like the whole bar. You feel me? And it's like I remember playing basketball with these dudes outside my house or going on basketball trips with these people. And it like nowadays they just, you know, they they cracked out to me. That's that's the same as being cracked out, bro. If you if you barred out like that and you doing you doing Xanax and perks like that, bro. There was like this one video the dude was asking if his friend was dead. Oh God. <laughs> I remember, do you remember the one video? We ain't saying no names, so we ain't exposing nobody. So it's okay. But you remember the one video where the dude was falling down the stairs? No, I don't even remember that. Oh, there were so many though. Yeah, but it's just, it's, it's sad to see. Cause when we, I feel like also when we were in it, that was kind of cool though. You know? Like, it was, that's the, that's the real sad part about it. It's like, you see how easy it is to get sucked into this cycle. Like now me leaving and being gone away from it, I'm like, that's some dumbass shit. Like to me now I would never think of doing no shit like that. But two, two and a half, three years ago, like to an extent, I thought that shit was type kind of cool. Like these were the type of people that were getting all the girls. These were the type of people who were flashing all this money, who had all these nice fits. And it's like, once you leave the environment, you see just how toxic the environment that you were in was. Yeah. And it's like crazy because it's like you said, it's so sad because even like with people as smart as us, we wasn't able to see it at first until yeah. like we either took ourselves out of that. Like it took it took COVID and the pandemic really for our eyes to get like super wide open. And that's just because we were isolated from people in general because we had to be but it's like 
you going to school with these people every day, you see them being quote unquote successful or what you perceive as success. And it's like, yeah. So it's like, it's crazy. Cause once you leave, I, I get culture shocked every day, you know, being, especially being at college, I get culture shocked because I see, and I, it's almost now I won't get, and it's hard to explain, but like, I'll see little things now. And those will be a bigger culture shock to me than like the big things of when I first went, because when I first went, I knew it was going to be a culture shock and the shocks like all in your face. But once you see a small thing, it's like, damn, how, how like big is this gap for real? You feel me? If, if it's something I've been out here for two years and I'm still seeing new stuff. So it's like how big, and it's really scary. How big, is the gap for real in like every single day that I'm out here, especially at school, it's like that gap gets wider and wider. And I've, and I've myself, I've realized that, you know, as it's getting wider, I'm thinking that because I'm out of that environment or whatever, because I'm in college or whatever, whatever, that I'm building the bridge to the gap or I'm on the other side of the gap that, where I started on the other side or whatever but like I just realized that no even though I'm here even though I'm in this environment I'm still on the wrong side of the gap and there's not even like a correct side per se but I'm still on I still and not even mentally but just my being that was shaped by the environment I grew up in is still on that other side of the gap whereas all these other people are have always been on the opposite side and it's just like mind-blowing to see that real time and it honestly like it can fuck you up it can bro because like it's like you almost you're almost like afraid to change you know today you know i did a few videos hey if y'all if y'all haven't checked out our youtube make sure you check it out we're like yeah we, we hit you feel me our last our last uh video I mean, not our last video, our last pod, we only, I think we were saying we had like 250 or 300 subs. We had 600 subs. Now. Yeah, like 600. So we this close to 750. We this close to 1,000. So if y'all, for some reason, are watching this or listening to this and not subscribed to our main channel, make sure you check it out. But I was doing a reaction. And subscribe to the reaction channel. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was doing a, a reaction today. And make sure you subscribe to our reaction channel, like you said. And... I was doing all these K-pop ones, right? Or I did like two K-pop ones, right? And I was like, for for like at the beginning, I felt very odd doing them because like it's K-pop, like I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's some weird, that's weird to me. But you know, I kind of got comfortable with it, and then I went, and then I was like, you know what? Let me go back to my roots. And I literally said that in the video. I was like, let me go back to my roots and react to some Young Boy. And then the Young Boy one was cool. Then I reacted to a little Dirk one, right? And I was like, bro, it's so crazy that like these dudes right here, Lil Dirk and Lil Baby, when we were in high, well, maybe not so much Lil Baby because he's kind of newer, but Lil Dirk, when I was in high school, even middle school, bro, was humongous. Like, in bro, our- Lil Dirk and Lil Baby were the um, only two artists that never fell the Billboard 100 last year. What does that mean? Oh, fell off? Oh. That fell out of it. They were so they were basically the two most popular artists. Damn oh, near, well, song wise. 
And I would, but at the same time, I was like, bro, these, the, like these dudes, like worldwide, like globally, they're not known at all. Like compared to K-pop, like these, these niggas are nobody. You feel me? Like they're getting like 8 million on videos, 11 million, bro. It's K-pop people. <laughs> it's K-pop dudes dancing barefoot on stages, bro, getting billions of views. And it's bro, like, for real. That's, that's what's the craziest part to me. And it puts things in perspective. And it's like, it makes you question like, like what's really popular. And it, it really nothing really, you make what's popular and your community makes what makes things popular. So then I took it back. I'm like, okay, this is why a lot of communities are messed up is because, well, I don't want to blame it all on the artists, but it's like our role models are so toxic compared to people like in the K-pop community. Like if you see their music videos, they're like really doing choreography, well, like, I don't know how to say the word, choreographic, they're really doing chore like coordinated dances, I guess would be the best way to say it. And it's like, I go to do a little Dirk reaction and his wasn't that bad, but if you watch other little Dirk videos, they got guns and stuff all in front of the camera. And I'm like, bro, this is why, this is why we think it's so cool to be off of Perk and be off of Zan and not, that's why we don't think it's cool to, you know what I'm saying? Just be happy and go and dance and not shake, not even twerk. You know what I'm saying? Just to really be out there like, like, you know what I'm saying? Doing some real, like, moves. Like, that's not cool no more. If you're not throwing ass, that's not, like, For real. Like, get out the video. But then people got to understand, like, what's cool in your community, especially with the internet nowadays, because, like, in the people in the 80s, like, they didn't have the internet. So I can't really blame them for not being able to step out their community and be like, okay, this is, you don't have to be like this. But now, like, I, that's why I encourage people all the time to try new things because you you will get so lost in your community to where you think stupid stuff like that, like taking pharmaceutical drugs just to be high is cooler, is cooler than doing whatever you think is tight, whatever you really think is tight or yeah. whatever you're really selling in the world. Like, you don't really know what you like until you step, step out of your comfort zone because... When you're in your comfort zone, you're probably just doing stuff that everybody does. And that's why you're comfortable because nobody's looking at you weird or none of that. I still remember this. Like, the first time this nigga Andre asked me to go skate with him, I was like, nigga, what? <laughs> like, that was such a foreign thing in my head. Like, it was, I was like, nigga, skateboard? Like, I was about <laughs> to start talking about him. And I didn't realize how much I actually liked it until I went out there and did it. And like it's like that for everything, yeah. but on this music point, you know, check out his K-pop reaction. They're fire. But you know, like it's crazy that you said that because, like you said, young boy. Let's even say he get a hundred million on a song, even though he doesn't get that much. <laughs> These K-pop niggas get billions of views on like all their shit. Like sometimes two billion. Yeah. And if you think about how much a billion, that's more than the entire population of America. <laughs> and it's like, before we, we thought K-pop was like the, the not as famous genre or whatever. And it's like, yeah. no, these niggas are blowing y'all out the Like, and that's like another thing I really realized coming out here. Cause I didn't realize how big this nigga Harry Styles was. Bro. 
<laughs> this nigga, <laughs> this nigga Harry style, bro. Like it's crazy how big he is. Like, like it's honestly insane. And like where I come from, nobody was talking about this. Nobody knows who that is, bro. Yeah, so it's like when I like so coming out there, I'm like confused. I'm like, damn, why is this nigga so popular? Why isn't nobody talking about Young Boy? And it's <laughs> like nobody in the world really knows who Young Boy is except the community you live in. So it's like you gotta really step out outside of your. I think like coming to to coming to school out of town, like it, it was probably like one of the best and worst things that ever happened to me. Just because I'm in a new community, so I learned so much new stuff, but I'm navigating that stuff completely by myself. Like there's nobody I knew out here. So, you know, it's like it's a good thing, but it's also really easy to get lost in the sauce. And, like, you got to make sure, like, you have a grip on who you are. Because, like, you are the person who was born in that community, who was raised by that community. Don't try and go to another community where a bunch of people... Now, I'm not saying don't try and change yourself for the better. You should always be trying to grow. But don't try and go to another community and just emulate the people that are in that community. Because just, like, they don't know your mental and how it was formed and shaped because they don't know where you're from. You don't know how their mental and how it was formed or shaped based on where they're from came from. So there's like subliminal stuff in all communities, all environments that the people who grew up and lived there, they know, like, you know, you talk a certain way because of this or just whatever. And it's like, if you just try and go to a new community and completely reinvent yourself to be one of those types of people, you don't understand the under underlying facts of, or features of why they're like that. Yeah. But uh, my bad. I remember why I bring up this music point. I just reacted to uh, what's his what's his name? Uh, Black youngsters. I'm assuming video. Now this was number trending on to YouTube the day it came out. It does. It still doesn't even have over three million views. I don't think. But that's so stupid, bro. Like I hate the way YouTube can choose what's trending and what's not trending, bro. That's because you, you know why they're gonna put that up there just to cause exactly some stuff. And up. for those of y'all who don't know, like this this nigga Black Youngster and Young Dolph, you know, rest in peace to Young Dolph. I'm gonna say rest in peace to anybody from any game that died because I'm not gang affiliated no more. So rest in peace to him. But him and Black Youngster was beefing like crazy before he died, right? And um, Young young Dolph, he died, what, like maybe a month ago now or something like that. And uh, young this nigga Black Youngster, I don't know if he went to Young Dolph's actual gravesite or he just went to a random gravesite, but... He fucking made a music video at a gravesite, basically dissing this nigga Young Dolph from the grave, right? Some of probably one of the most toxic things in the world to do. <laughs> and like a lot of people, and I want to ask you this: a lot of people were mad at Young Dolph for doing that. They was like, "That's wrong," yada yada yada. And like, if you watch the video, I did a reaction on our reaction channel to it. If you watch the video, I was like, "Well, I think it's wrong." for a different reason on a different level of why you think it's wrong. It's just wrong in general. Like the shit he's talking about, the music, the energy wave, like it's just wrong. But I know a lot of the people who were saying he was wrong 
are people who consume this type of drill, gangster, killing people type music. And they were saying he's wrong for dissing him after he died. But I'm like, if you're over here consuming that type of music, if you're over here, you want to listen to people, King Von, Lil Durk, whatever, rapping about killing other people. How is he wrong? He's doing exactly what you want. It was number two trending for a reason. He's doing exactly what you guys are paying for. The only reason y'all are saying it's wrong is because y'all like Young Dog. So it's like, do you think from that perspective, uh, if if these people are, if that's what they're assume, uh, consuming, do you think Young Dolph was wrong for, for making that diss? I think if that's the life he subscribed to, these two people literally wanted to kill each other while they was both alive. What makes you think Young Dolph is going to all, all of a sudden be like, you know what, uh, I respect. I mean, so, sir, not Young Dolph. I keep fucking. Yeah, you, like, like but Black Youngster, what makes you think Black Youngster all of a sudden is going to come out of nowhere and be like, yo you know, respect the young Dolph, you know, I know we fucking hated each other's guts last week, but since you just died, (laughs) feel me like it sounds stupid, right? You know, yeah. And all honestly, though, like, and this is going to sound wrong. I know it is, but my dad was actually just talking about this. Well, not this situation, but something similar to this. And it's like, I respect Black Youngster a little bit more then if he would have came out and been like, no, I don't do this. Because in my, in my, in my heart and in my mind, bro, if you're going to be about something then be about it, like, Real. I ain't got to, pro- like, well, I was going to say something. I was going to say something about the gay people, but no, I'm going to say it anyways, bro. If you, if you're going to be gay, then be gay. I respect that a lot more than you being a down low and you being like, no, nah, I ain't gay. I don't go that way. But you, you know what I'm saying? You trying to mess with your, your girlfriend's best friend, the dude. And that's why like, <laughs> even though I don't support it because I'm not, I don't, I don't want to be affiliated with that lifestyle at all. To me that like, you're an idiot for that. But for him to, I mean, for somebody to like, be like, man, I'm sorry. I feel so bad. It's like, then you're not really about that life. And if you're not about that life, don't don't preach that life onto somebody else. Like when Lil Durk and them was rapping about Lil Jojo, when Jojo was getting killed, everybody was everybody, bro. Everybody. And I don't care. I don't care who you think, who you say you was back then. Everybody was like uh, making jokes about Lil Jojo dying on his bike. And that's facts. And then when Young Pappy was like talking about Oh, we got, we smoking on Munchie. We smoking on Teasy. Like, those are dead people. So if you're not going to get mad at Young Pappy just because he could put it in a song and make it sound good, then you can't be mad at Black Youngster for dissing his dead home or dissing his dead ops. Because that's, that's the same thing, bro. And like, it's not like right. There was, there was um this case. I forgot exactly where it was, but it's like some semi big, quote unquote big. <laughs> Um, artist, <laughs> he like dissed this one nigga in a song who had gone missing for kidnapping, and like two years later they found his body like rolled up in the in the woods, and the dude was like Corbin went mi- or Corbin got kidnapped. How a grown man gone missing? That was like the line, and everybody was singing it for these two years, and then when it came out that he actually killed the nigga. They was like, oh, I'm not singing that lyric no more. That's right, fucked really? up. It's like, nigga, like, like about what it, changed? Like, <laughs> you feel me? Be about it, bro. And like, 
I ain't gonna lie, I used to be like that too, but that's because I'm not really that person. Like I can't look at some, I can't kill nobody. I, I don't think I could kill nobody. Like maybe if it really came down to it, like, and I really just had to like say F it, but like, I just couldn't, bro. I don't know how people just ride down the street. <laughs> I don't know how people just get in the car and be like, let's go shoot. Like if you would have, bro, if you would have pulled up to my house one day and was like, bro, let's go shoot this neighborhood up. I'm like, bro, what? I can't do that. And, but that's just, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was a fake, you know, I was a wannabe. And I can, I can admit that now that I'm not, I don't even want to be close to it. So my thing is, if you're going to be about it, be about it. If you're not, then just stay away from that life completely. And, it, and definitely, if you're not, don't diss nobody that's dead, whether it's in a song, whether it's whatever. For real. Because that's like, that's at the end of the day, bro, it's energy, it is vibrations. And you sending out the most negative vibration that you could pop, you sending, you, you dissing somebody. That's been killed, bro. Like, it's that's 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 evil. And black youngster to me, that's evil, what he did. But if I was you living that lifestyle, yeah. If I was in that lifestyle, I'd be like, bro, he he cold. He speak. He oh, talking. What he supposed to do? And it's like, cause you got to think about it. it's the same thing. Like with Americans, like you know those super hardcore patriots. They'd be like, man, you know, like back, especially back in the twentieth century. Yeah, the twentieth. Are we in the 20th? Yeah, the 20th century, they was like, F them Orientals, F those, you know, those NAMIs. But then when they came, when them, when them, when them Vietnamese people was, was messing them Americans up and then they got that big wall in Washington, D.C. with all those names of those veterans, now everybody want to be sad. But you was just dissing them Asian dudes that for, for not doing nothing, bro. They just killing, like, some of them, of course, were like troops or whatever, but like not all of them were troops. Some of them were just rice farmers. And y'all was dissing them after they death, but then y'all want to be sad about Americans. Like, and that's just that separation and that iconography that For real. you know our world has created to hate each other based off of stuff that doesn't yeah. even make us different. And all. that's like that's the main thing that stops me from fucking with the right. Because like, and it like really makes the the end um January 6th anniversary coming up. So the the insurrection of America. <laughs> I fucking hate when people say that. But, uh, like the the veteran Ashley Bamett, who was in the White House or whatever, she got shot and killed by one of the officers working there. And like a lot of people on the right, they're like, "This person needs to be, you know, like held accountable." Yada yada yada. And like they're so sad for this lady, but it's like whenever like somebody from the black community or son dies. They they response is well you play stupid games you win stupid prizes and it's like <laughs> it's like this is like I've never heard that the but same that's funny, for real I fucking hear that I see that shit so much and like people are heartless as fuck on the internet bro people are oh my god bro people like are you just hard. read this nigga comment section <laughs> bro people are heartless and it's like this motherfucker was like he's. I'm not even going to say what he said was racist. He just, like, asked a clarifying question, right? And this nigga got in the comments and was like, but if you say black people look like monkeys, that's racist. <laughs> he said bamboos, bro. Like, <laughs> it is just like. Oh, all because he said um, Koreans kind of look alike. Bro, but I'm like, nigga, they, I mean, they come from the same place, bro. Like, me and Trey Young look alike because we got similar features. Like, I can't be like, bro, you racist. Cause me and hit me and this dude look alike. 
You know what I'm saying? Like all Koreans gonna have slanted eyes. All Koreans got the same skin color. It's not like they from America where it's like a melting pot of different cultures. Koreans, most people in Korea are Korea. I mean, Korea are Korean. So they're gonna look Korean, period. But yeah, it's just, I mean, bro, honestly, F that dude. Nah, not F that dude because he wouldn't say it to my face. I hope not. That's, that's the thing. A lot of these people are so big and bad over the I'm internet. Like, Bro, come on, dude. Like you they would, probably wouldn't even talk to you if you was walking down the street. Exactly, bro. Like, let alone say some shit like that. They probably too scared to say hey to a person in real life. That's like the craziest yeah. part. Hey, have you ever seen that those one memes of like the dude will be on his stomach with his feet in the air, like typing like this, like bro, I really pull up to your house right now. <laughs> like <laughs> they be on the internet though. Like, bro, that's so facts. Because, like, if you really bout it, you're not going to want to fucking text on the internet. You're going to be at that nigga house. <laughs> Bro, but, yeah. But, um, fuck, there was something else I was... Oh, well, since we already on this music um, tip, did you hear about Draco the Ruler? He got freaking stabbed and killed. Oh, I know what I was about to say before I, I moved on to that real quick. But, like, there was this professor at... I'm pretty sure it was some school in New York. I I, I want to say it was Fordham University. And he got fired for, like, mixing up two black kids in the class, right? But <laughs> this is the thing. At first, like, the black kids, they wasn't even, like, really mad. They, like, wasn't even, like, hella mad at first. They was just like, nah, that's not me or whatever. It made it an easy thing. But what got this nigga fired is, like, after the class, he sent a mass email to all the students of the class explaining why. Because I guess some niggas was calling them racist. But, like, the two dudes this happened to, they was cool with it. They was like, it's not a big deal. And he sent, like, he made it, like, such a bigger deal than it was. He sent a mass fucking email to the class and was like, <laughs> he's like, this is why I wasn't racist and yada, yada. It just started bringing up a whole di- bunch of different stuff. And it's like, bro, the two people who you did it to already said it's school. Yeah. So he basically got himself fired. But without you knowing all that, do you think it would have been fucked up for him to get fired just for mixing them up? Bro, yes, bro. Like, I don't know, bro, that's... That's so toxic if he would have got fired for that. Like, and that, honestly, though, that'd be the problem, though. Cause, like, I feel like there's so much racial pandering and stuff now that people feel like they're literally walking on eggshells when it comes to black people. And it's, and I'm not gonna say, like, I don't know how I feel about it, but I feel like it's very, it's almost like it's messed up for the white community, in all honesty, because a lot of people for both communities. Yeah, yeah, for both. But it's messed up for the white people because it's like a lot of these people aren't racist, bro. They just saying they just saying stuff and like people are so ready to attack them. Like just like with our situation, bro, with me and me and David talking about these people or talking about these these damn Koreans and how they look like these Koreans and how they look alike. Like, bro, anybody that knows me knows I'm not a racist. And it's like, but it's not like BTS came to us and was like, bro, y'all racist. It's these people in these comments that I didn't even, we're not even speaking directly to. They're probably not even Korean either. Exactly. I'm like, I'm more Asian than bro than half of y'all. But y'all, but they can place that label on you. And it and if you look at it, bro, a lot of times it's not even like when something quote unquote racist does happen, 
it really be the white people that be like, that's racist. Black people be like, what? Like, what are you even talking about? That's not racist. But then white people be like, oh, he should get canceled for this and that. But black people don't even care. And it's, and the reason why it's messed up for black people too is because like, why are you taking our problems away? Like we got real problems going on in the black community and you gonna, like you're creating a problem for us that we don't even care about. Like we still got people shooting each other every single day, bro. On me, and if a black per or not a black, if a white person like says that shit, they're automatically demonized and say, I'm not saying like to an extent, I still don't think like I, I, I just believe like damn near across the board to an extent. I'm not saying you can't speak on it at all or can't have an opinion on it, but for the most part, I don't think you should be speaking like continuously about stuff that's going on in an environment and a community that you're not from because you don't get the you don't got the full mm. picture because like this is the thing like a white person they can easily let, let me say a wealthy white person because i feel like poor white people damn near has have more in common with poor black people than rich black people have with black people but uh somebody from a wealthy community can sit back and look at the black community and just look at statistics that's really all you're getting your information based off of. And they can be like, well, y'all are robbing, y'all are gangbanging, y'all this and that. And yeah, the, all that's happening. But you you got to understand the why that's why that shit's happening, too. And a lot of the comments can come across as insensitive because they don't have that full picture. That's why I'm saying. You can have an opinion. You can even comment on it. But I don't think you should just be continuously speaking on something like if ben shakira shapiro was fucking over here continuously speaking on what how shit in las vegas is going i would have a problem with that if the nigga maybe on one or two episodes commented on like gang shit and what's going on in vegas i wouldn't have a problem with that because as a human being you're allowed to have an opinion but for you to just be continuously speaking on some shit you don't know anything about i think that's fucked up personally i think Okay, I, I, I get what you're saying, but to me, it's a slippery slope to say, and, and actually, I agree with what you're saying 100%, but when a lot of people say stuff like that, it's like, we will never be able to fix a problem if we can't talk about it comfortably, you know what I'm saying, and I feel like, and this is this really goes hand in hand with the abortion issue more than anything, like, I don't think you should have, you should have to be a woman to have an opinion on abortion, just like you shouldn't have oh, to be- God. You shouldn't have to be a black person to have an opinion on slavery. You know what I'm saying? Like a white person should, should be able to say, yeah, slavery was slavery sucked without, you know, somebody being like, bro, you can't speak on it because you don't really know how it feels to be your ancestors or this, that, and the third. So I feel like people should be able to talk about it. Obviously, somebody's just bashing it like these, these monkeys out here in Chicago are ridiculous because they're doing this and that. Then that's a problem. But Every we should be able to talk about anything comfortably, especially if it's our own nation. Yeah, for real. As long as you're not being like, I mean, to an extent, you can be derogatory, but as long as you're not just like attacking, yeah. and if you're like honestly, like, because a lot of the time people will say like some racist shit to me or something, but they won't like realize it's racist, it'll like mostly be like a question or something, and like. If you ask the wrong black person that, they would try and cancel you off the face of the earth. But I'm like, I want y'all to be comfortable asking exactly. boundary pushing questions. So, cause y'all really might not understand. And I'd rather you ask me that question and my feelings maybe get a little hurt 
than for us to just go blindly fucking with each other and you not understand how why I'm thinking the way I do. Exactly. That's worse. Like you might as well rip the band-aid off at the very beginning than going around acting like you know what the fuck somebody else is going through or listening to. So like I used to, I mean I agree with you like I think anybody should be able to have the conversation. It's just how the conversation is being had. I mean, at a certain point, it's like, you're not even being respectful. Like, it's like, just don't disrespect it. Cause like, I know a lot of girls that that see a white girl and they'll see a, or or even an Asian, it's mostly Asians, but like an Asian Asian person be like, can I feel your hair? Or like, how did you get your hair like that? Or like, why is your hair like that? And I'm not gonna be, I'm gonna be completely honest. Until I was like, in like seventh grade, I didn't know why black people's hair grew upwards and not down, you know, because like white people hair grows like this yeah, and black people go like that. So it's like, if I would have never asked that question, I would have never knew. And it's the same thing with, with Asian people. It's like, if they don't know, they should be able to ask without somebody being like, you're ignorant or you're race, or even if they are, they are, they are ignorant. And that's the, yes. that's the only way to that's solve okay. ignorance is by asking questions, bro. That's why like, People were calling me and David ignorant. I'm like, bro, I didn't grow up in Korea. I don't know any Koreans. I've never seen a Korean. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen a couple of Koreans before, but like, that's not who I grew up around. Of course, I'm not going to know that their that their their body. I mean, their their uh, beauty image is all skinniness and all this stuff. Like this nigga got <laughs> called ignorant because he ain't know there was Christians in Korea. It was I'm like, bro, like- literally, like, <laughs> doesn't everybody think Asians are associated with Buddhism? Like that, I, I feel like most people think that. So for me to be asking, yeah, are there Christians in Korea? I feel like that. Like, damn, do you want this nigga to do a whole fucking intensive ten-page essay before like, he can do a K-pop reaction? What's the point of even putting a reaction in there if I know everything? I can't even say this is my first time listening to it because I mean, it's like, all right, I did all this uh research on this group and this song and all the lyrics. Exactly. Now I'm about to listen to it. Exactly. No, like. Um, it's backwards and that, that's why I said you know I got a I got another video coming out which is a reaction to the k-pop comments and one of the things I say is like after all after being called you know a xenophobe a racist ignorant people was calling me ugly it's like the thing that hurt me the most was people bashing me well I guess me and David but mostly me for being like I don't know about their culture because I don't care what you call me. You can insult me all you want, but once you try to silence me from asking questions, that's when we start heading down. And that's 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 the reason why a lot of white people don't know about the good people in the black community because they're so scared to to go inside and ask questions because they're scared to get canceled or they're scared because they feel like black people treat them a certain way because of how this image has been put up. But if we can just become comfortable asking questions with each other, there'll be no such thing as a stereotype because everybody there, you know how many people don't, you know how many black people don't like fried chicken. But if you add, but if a white person be like, Hey bro, you like fried chicken to a black dude, they can be like, bro, you weird, bro, you prejudiced. So you just got, I feel like just asking questions is like the most important thing. I'll I'll say one thing, like probably across the board or like, I'll say it like this. I've been treated night up, nicer by more white people that I've met than more black people. Like some black people are mean as fuck to me. And it's like, yeah, that white person may ask a a question that 
to some people may seem racist, but I know they're not asking it in like a way that's trying to put me down. They're like asking it in a way that's really trying to understand some shit. So it's like, this person is a genuine person who is genuinely trying to learn about something. It's like, don't, don't just assume the worst of a motherfucker. You feel me? I'll try and assume the best at all times. So like, if a person asks me a question, it's like a little racist. I'm not just going to assume that they're asking me this question because they want to put me down. I'm going to assume that they honestly don't know about it and they want me to tell, tell them about it because like, we always talk about black people are supposed to stick together. Like right now we get, we getting dubbed by our community. Our community does not fuck with us like at all right now. So it's like, and I'm still doing everything in my power. I'm trying to put on for the black community. Like, honestly, I realized like, that's the reason I wanted to take this route of doing the YouTube of doing the podcast and all that. Cause I want to reach black people more than anything. Like, I can reach a white person easier just because they're a little more open-minded just because they know their perspective is already different from mine. But if you go into the black community with a different perspective, it's like you're almost fucking banished from like the community down there. It's like, literally, bro. I, I got called a fucking coon for one fucking with Trump and for skating, for skateboarding. How is any like color associated with that? You feel me? Like some of the coldest skaters in the community are black. So it's like one, like black people, we box ourselves in and like we're, we're mean to each other. And But um, before, before I finish this point, like I chose this YouTube route. I could have went to, I got a full ride scholarship in school right now. I'm literally a 3.7. 3.8 GPA student. That's that's not one fucking semester. That's my entire college career. I have like a 3.8. I can go to law school. I can get a scholarship right now to go to law school and be straight by myself. I can make sure I'm straight and probably take care of my family. But I'm trying to like really help the black community and the world itself. So like I'm going to I'm over here taking punches from my own community, getting shit on every fucking day, it seems like, by our own community, because we don't like the shit that y'all think is cool or whatever right now, just for the chance to maybe help y'all in the future. Like like you said, we was talking about um in my last uh vlog, he's, we was all on the phone with like a bunch of people we grew up with, and uh, Andre, he was like this one girl, her and her boyfriend, they got like a bunch of subscribers. They first video just oh, because yeah. they was Facebook famous. And it's like niggas don't fuck with us. We and you can't say that we not put in work because we post we literally every day. Videos right now, bro. We have a hundred exactly. in, in what four months, bro. That's insane. And like, bro, you don't know how many punches, how many blows we didn't had it we've taken just for really trying to show black people like what we feel like is the right way or what we feel like is the most beneficial way. Like I t- like we always say this, I've lost so many friends because of Trump. I've lost so many friends because of skateboarding. I've lost so many friends just for being on here talking how I talk. I've lost so many friends. I'm probably losing friends right now because of the K-pop reaction. But it's, it's it, but most of it is because it's to show you guys, it's to show black people like, 
you don't have to like NBA Young Boy. Like you can still be black. You can still help black people. And, and, okay, maybe not Young Boy because I kind of like Young Boy. You don't have to like Lil Durk and Lil Baby to be black. You don't have to wear true religions to be black. You don't have to be nothing that society tells you to be to be black. You can because live, you were born black. Exactly, you're black by default. You, it's not something you can control, bro. And like, I feel like black people. You know, I'm. I'm just showing y'all my following. Like, before we started this YouTube shit, I had like 1.6k. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, like 1,600. Yeah, like right now, like I'm every single day. I see like the followers going down. So like on New Year's or a couple of days before New Year's, I was like, yo, if you're not supporting me and my vision and what I'm doing, just go ahead and unfollow me right now. Like for the both of us, because if you getting irritated at all these times, I'm fucking promoting some shit, just unfollow. Like I was like, I'm not going to take it to heart because I don't even care about this yeah. fucking social media shit as it is. So like you can go ahead and like. I promise, like, we're still cool. Like, even if you don't fuck with me, like, I don't really care that much. I'm I'm not going to hold it against you. And, like, when I did that, like, I lost, like, 50 followers. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I'm kind of glad because I kind of want to see it the point where it get down, like, to the last 20 niggas that actually fuck with it. Because, like, once I'm there, I'm like, all right, well, now everybody I get fucks with the vision. Yeah. So, like... At least I know where my support group is, but it's like having like all these fucking followers where you don't know if they fuck with you, if they don't, or you don't, or they just like acting. It's like, that's way more, it's worse to have some undercover niggas with you than niggas who are against you. Like if niggas are against you, you know what the enemy is. It's right in front of your face. But if the nigga beside you is the enemy, but he acting like he's fucking with it, how are you supposed to combat that? Then you're questioning yourself all the time. Yeah, and it, bro, to all the people that's not my friends no more, bro. No love lost. I'm nah, nah, nah. It is love lost, bro. Nah. but yeah. I mean, I still love y'all. But you know, what I'm saying it's definitely love lost because y'all was y'all just so close minded that y'all can't even, y'all can't even, like especially the people I grew up with. It's like y'all know who I am. Y'all know y'all knew me before I knew me, or y'all knew the person I was trying to be before I knew me. So it's like the fact that you're not willing to grow, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to hate you. And if I get a million dollars, you're going to get a dollar for sure. But, it, you know, it's like at the same time, bro, people got to people gotta be open-minded. But like, yeah, It's just like fucked up because it's like you're really like throwing away everything we created, all these memories, like all the connection we had because of a difference of opinion. Bro, and it's like... That's, and I, you know, I, I, this is why like, I hate politics, but I love them at the same time. Cause they're super interesting. It's like a soap opera almost, but at the it, same, that's exactly what it is at the same time, bro. We've gotten to a point where we've literally just taught each other to hate each other over abortion. Like, bro, how many times, how many times, me and Tommy, how many times are we going to have an abortion in our lives? Zero. So you gonna stop being friends with me because I say I'm pro-abortion? That makes no sense, bro. Same thing with like Trump. How many times are we gonna meet Trump? We're never gonna meet Trump. How many times are we gonna meet Biden? We're not gonna meet Biden. So I'm not going like, what's the point of hating you because of some stuff that we don't even, just because of a difference of opinion, bro. Yeah, it's like, like uh, 
That's why, like, I really like, I don't like, I mean, I like discussing politics and educating people on politics, but it's like, and this is like the most frustrating thing. All these niggas, all these people who, the ones who don't fuck with us over politics don't know shit about politics. So it's like, how are you going to not fuck with me over some shit you don't even understand? And like, you don't need, you're not even trying to take the time to understand it. You, oh, you said something good about Trump. Oh, you're, you're a fucking coon. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) You actually like pay attention to, like, if you pay attention to politics, bro, there is no way, and we can kind of transition into politics because I know we got to talk about that too. Well, well, but we we still got to like talk about, nah, all right, yeah, yeah, fuck it, fuck it. All right, so like if you pay attention to politics, bro, there is no way in your heart you can tell me that Joe Biden's a good president, period. Or that's doing better than Trump. Period. Like there's just no way. I mean, there's just no way. Without bias, there's no way. I feel like personally, but I... I understand why you could feel like Biden was better. If you feel, if you honestly, you feel like Trump spewed a whole bunch of hate and you, and you've watched Trump, watched Trump and seen the scene. I mean, seen the scene, the things that he, seen the things that he said and you pulled something racist or. This is the thing. Like these niggas don't even watch. That's what like. That's what I'm you can't saying. have an opinion on Donald Trump and you don't even watch his speeches Bro, or his rap. Look, you know what I'm you know what I'm gonna tell you guys to do? If y'all think Trump is racist, look up right now on YouTube Trump's most racist statements. And it will be the most it's either you're either not gonna get anything that pops up or you're gonna get the most they just trying to pull anything out of their behind to call him racist. And I promise you, and, and you we can bet on this. You can look that up right now, you are not gonna find anything. That's actually racist. You're gonna find more stuff from Biden that's racist than Trump. So all you gotta Max, do, this nigga Biden actually be saying racist Ooh, shit. Like, he was, <laughs> bro. While he was running for president, this is why. This I, is the day I, the day I decided I was Trump over Biden. Because prior to this statement, this nigga made, I was like, I just knew I wasn't like, I wasn't just gonna blindly be like, yeah, I'm fucking with Biden and the Democrats. I just, that's just what I knew for sure. But. I was still learning a little more about Trump and the Republicans because in the black community, that shit's outlawed. If you're not a Democrat, you is you gotta move. <laughs> so like <laughs> it's, <laughs> so it's like I was in school and I remember this shit so vividly because it was like the end of my junior year going into my senior year. And I remember like I had like I was in my A push class and my, that's um AP uh US history and out of nowhere like this girl she started like trying to argue with me about uh and this again mind you this is when I didn't I didn't necessarily hate this nigga Trump but I just didn't necessarily have a problem with him and if you remember at the beginning of 2020 niggas was like oh Trump started World War Three remember that mm-hmm. so they was like all scared, and that's what we was talking about. They was like, "Oh, I can't believe Trump's doing this, yada yada yada." I can't believe he spoke to the North Korea. Yo, that's what we were arguing about—the North Korea, um, Kim Jong Un in specific. They was like, "Any person who talks to him is racist." I was like, "How? We was literally about to go to war with these niggas, and Trump de-escalated." I was like, "I don't know too much about him or politics." This is at the time I didn't know too much about him or politics, but I was like, "If he can do that." I at least got to like 
hear this nigga. I, I'm not just going to be like, he's a terrible human being. Because we were literally, I remember there was a time like where we really didn't know if we was about to go to war with North Korea. And Trump de-escalated all that in the matter of like two years, right? And now it's like worse than ever now. Biden's been in there less than a year. Bro, they literally just had a phone call with Russia. And the, Putin, yeah. raising, the tensions are raising with Russia. And I'm like, bro. Bro, with- that's the thing. Trump, he de-escalated with Putin, with all these fucking niggas that we were like, it was being predicted. We were going to war with these countries within the next decade, right? Bro, even the Middle East. This, bro, he made peace in the Middle East. They let him do the sword dance in Saudi Arabia. Or maybe, I don't know if it was Saudi Arabia. One of those places. Bro, it's like, people, please, please. This is all I'm asking, bro. Y'all not even asking y'all to read a book. Just watch. You know what I'm saying? Just watch the news, but watch. No, don't even watch the Hold on, hold on. Watch you. News okay, and I know people will be like, Bro, that's not bro, but honestly, I much rather trust Twitter and YouTube over CNN. Bro, watch YouTube, and you know what I hate though when because niggas say I agree with that, but niggas they'll be like, If you be like, I did my own research or whatever, I I looked into shit on my own instead of like watching fucking Fox or CNN. Niggas will be like, oh, so you watch some YouTube video. <laughs> and it's like, yes, I did. But it's not how you fucking making it sound to be like, oh, you just watched the video on YouTube. Because like, just YouTube is just a platform. That don't mean you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And just because you're on TV, that doesn't mean you do know what the fuck like, you're talking at, about. Look at Ben Shapiro, bro. He literally has a news. Well, Ben, Sh- yeah, he does. I think Daily Wire is his news source. That's not on the TV. But that's still a reliable news source that honestly the daily wire on YouTube probably gets more views than CNN fat. Well, maybe not CNN, but maybe Fox news because CNN's a little bit more. I don't know. CNN's like their ratings are trash, bro. So I don't know. CNN ratings are fucking ass. Like, yeah, but Fox I don't ratings are way better. And Fox is trash too, but that's it's a crazy thing. But, but my whole thing is like still to this day, people are like, I don't like Trump because he racist. I'm like, bro. You don't even know how this nigga is racist. Though. Exactly. I'm like, and then they'll be like, oh, because he said uh uh people crossing the border are 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 like animals or something. But a yeah. lot of, but a lot of people, bro, that's coming through the border are doing bad things. Not all of them, bro. ain't nobody saying all of them. A lot of them are doing bad things, and there are a lot of drugs that are coming. And, and even like, let's say, let's say it's less than like five percent. If I'm the president and I'm a white nigga that's been rich his entire life and I see that any, any fucking niggas <laughs> coming across the border is doing some bad shit, any. I would probably say how Trump is. Like, you got to understand where this nigga comes from. Like, to, to me, if you're a racist nigga at his age, you got to be like literally calling damn near either saying shit where you are subliminally putting your race above these other races or you like actually calling niggas slurs like if you're saying some stuff that maybe not be this is all trump did he never said anything racist he just wasn't sensitive he didn't even say he wasn't culturally sensitive to niggas like he wasn't like when he talked about black people in their communities he was like you guys are living in filth it's trash niggas was like that's racist that is true now it it wasn't sensitive 
Like he wasn't like, you know, the black communities, they're like kind of bad. We need to fix it. That's what these niggas wanted to hear. But what he said was true. And if it's true, that doesn't mean it. That's it's not racist. You feel and me? I, like, and I think, bro, honestly, you like you don't gotta be holding your hand and saying the shit for it to be like for him to be not, like not racist. Like that's what a lot of people equate racism is. And like I, I just want to finish my story real quick about the junior year argument. Like we was arguing about so much stuff. And then like the border thing came up and he was like, well, he's trying to make uh, illegal immigrants go back to, to Mexico or like wherever they're from. I'm like, I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with what he's doing, but all I'm going to say is if I was the president of the United States and niggas was coming to my country illegally, I would have a problem with that as the president of the United States. Like yeah. it's literally my job to enforce the law, right? And y'all niggas are mad at this nigga for doing that. <laughs> so it's like it, it once you think about it, you realize like if you just take a step back, honestly, it will probably if you just get off of social media for like a month and just like look at news shit and formulate your own opinion and take a step back from how you've been thinking you will realize a lot of the shit that they say makes a person racist is nonsense. Like, it's so stupid. Yeah. And, and on the Mexican tip, because personally, whew, this, 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 this is going to hurt some people, but I'm in favor of border control simply because when Mexicans are coming here from Mexico or when people are coming here from, from wherever, south of the border or it's, it's a little bit harder to come in on the East Coast or even the West Coast, like that for Asians and stuff, or like Europeans, but as, as far as this problem goes. But when you think about it, bro, these Mexicans, and I'm going to speak Mexicans because I feel like that's the most common people that's coming in. These people are getting taken advantage of by these big corporations. Like the reason why, the one of the biggest reasons why Trump was even saying we need to we need like people need to become citizens is because a lot of these Mexican people are begin are getting paid under the table, but they they're not getting paid minimum wage. Like these big corporations, they know that they can't file taxes. They know that they can't like fight for their rights when it comes to having a job. So they're paying these people less than nothing. Think about all the Mexicans that are on these farms. Why do you think they're on the farms getting paid nickels a day? Because they don't have citizenship and they don't have the American right that Americans have to get paid the minimum wage. And that's, people don't understand, like, that is the biggest, that's one of the biggest issues in LA right now, since we were talking about LA. You think about how many Mexicans, or not, not I'm not gonna say LA, but a little bit south of LA. Like I said, you think about how many Mexicans are on these farms, bro, working their A's off for $5 an hour, when the minimum wage is like 17 or $13 an hour. So you also got to think about it from a perspective of why are these why are these corporations and why are these people saying yes let's just let's just open the border to everybody because they know they can take advantage of these people they know they can use them for their voting because if you didn't know they're about to pass an, a bill well they're trying to pass a bill that's going to that it's, it's basically called the equal voting rights bill and they're going to they're trying to make it the democrats are trying to make it to where you can vote no matter your membership this is the same that's bro, crazy same exact thing they did with black people right so when when the when the south was like 
no, we're, we want to make black people three fifths of a citizen. That was because of, that's because the North was trying to use them as citizens for votes. And they're doing the same thing with Mexicans now, whether they're going to try to do the same thing with Mexicans now and just use them for their votes just so the Democrat Party can win or come out on top. And that's why. All right. Sorry for that, y'all. Technical storage difficulties. So, you know, donate so we can get (laughs) external hard drives. Bro, literally, bro, I need an external hard drive so bad. But uh, just, just. Fuck, you were saying something about that. Oh, that's exactly why um they want these borders to be open because if and that's why because if for for the most part if you're an illegal immigrant you're you're voting Democrat because they're giving illegal immigrants their rights per se right. But well, 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 listen, they not though because they've been deporting more people than Trump ever has. Yes, Let's not forget that. But they're that's making- the crazy part. They're making it seem like they're giving Mexicans a right, but in reality, they're not. And like, it's honestly crazy. Like, we're gonna get into this nigga Biden soon, but like, since we're on this topic of illegal immigrants, I just want to bring up these two stories. Crazy. One of them is Subway. So, y'all beloved Subway. Uh, don't nobody eat that, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I used to like Subway a lot, but. They're under investigation right now for, and hold up, I'm bringing up the article, so I'm not speaking no nonsense. You feel me? Uh, Subway has been under attack, bro, for like, since I was like in middle school. Remember they had that pedophile? Bro. And then they had fake tuna, and then they had fake bread? Oh, yeah. So Subway exploited immigrants, victimized franchises. There's There's a big-ass lawsuit against the Subway franchise right now because a lot of them would exploit their immigrant workers. They wouldn't pay them. They would do all these things to them for years. It's been for years. What am I saying? And and these aren't even Mexican immigrants. They say most of the immigrants are from Asia, but they they were like just taking advantage of them like crazy. But the and that's just Subway. But the main one and that's like a big ass company right there. That's not like no small ass business. I think they have the most stores in the in the whole entire world. For real? Damn. But I think so. the one I wanted to bring up was this this is the, how the title reads. Modern day slavery ring discovered in Georgia. The picture is literally all Hispanics, right? Mm-hmm. Farm workers, like we were just talking about. Last month, two dozen people were indicted in Georgia on charges of smuggling Mexican and Central American immigrants to the United States and forcing them to live in camps and work on farms. Authorities compared the illegal operation to modern day slavery. That's they were paying these people. In, in most char- instances, they weren't even paying these people. Like they would go into these underdeveloped countries promise like a good life or whatever and literally just bringing them over here and them being enslaved they said uh, over a hundred people were in shackles and chains that's so terrible overcrowded housing unsanitary degraded living so over this is over a 200 million dollar operation in georgia this is this is from 2021 it's fucking crazy. So it's like, I mean, I'm not, and I don't know, like, I can't really speak 
too much on like the immigrant, you know, life because I'm not an immigrant. I was born an American citizen, thankfully. But it's like, so I don't know what you're fleeing or whatever. And I know for a lot of immigrants, because I'm friends with like a lot of first gen American citizens or like a lot of immigrants themselves. And it's like, for them, it, it worked out amazingly. It worked out perfectly. But for a lot of immigrants, it doesn't. Like, a lot of them get separated from their kids. Their kids get put into sex trafficking. Like, a lot of them just get exploited. A, a lot of bullshit happens to immigrants, too. And that's, like, the... I feel like that's the main reason. Like, and I'm not saying that the people who represent, right, like, the right as in the people who vote for him but i feel like a lot of the people on the right as far as the policy makers the main reason they want people to do it the legal way is so they can't be exploited like this like mm -hmm. yeah you won't always have your ignorant fucking people that are voting that way and they'll be like no nah, we just hate mexicans or whatever but i mean like they're they're not making the laws so it's like it doesn't really fucking matter what they say you feel me they can hate mexicans all they want you can be a, a mexican american though like there's nothing in the law that says you can't be mexican or american so they can just be mad and live in their own world that's the problem like today it's like a lot of people like to get mad at what other people say instead of just making them mad by doing what they said that you couldn't do yeah like that's what you should do honestly but like that's just like it's kind of insane how there's a modern day slave trade going on in georgia right now profiting over 200 million dollars and it's with immigrants and it's like it's the numbers of like how many kids are being trafficked at the border is bro it's disgusting it's so sad to see because like 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 we said bro these people like if they get like if we were to get kidnapped as like 10 year olds they would have to look for us because or they would like we're citizens so they would have some type of obligation to look for us or some type of they would have the police would be able to look for us but these people are they don't they're not documented so they can't like it's not even a face that they can match to who's missing or not and the saddest part about it is like a lot of people on the left are are like encouraging this like they're encouraging people to not, not i mean not only are they going back on their not only are they lying about it but even more importantly that's gay bro but even more importantly like they're encouraging people to come in here without this the security that americans have because they know we're on like if you think about our lives compared to an Im illegal immigrant's life, we have so much more security than they do, and you're just encouraging these people to blindly come in this country where they can easily be taken advantage of, not just financially but sexually, and 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 in other ways, it's like bro, I couldn't think of another word, but but it's like that's that's crazy, bro. And like I said, bro, y'all just gotta really like pay attention to to what people are promoting because right. a lot of times freedom is an illusion you know i've been i've been really i've been really debating on this whole weed thing and sorry this is kind of off topic but i've really been debating this weed stuff especially the like the wax pens because they're so convenient 
and they're so easy to use. It's so easy to get high all day. And I've literally seen people get so addicted to it that it makes me question like, yeah, okay. It was cool that they made weed legal in California in Vegas or whatever. But like at the same time, it's there's always that thought in the back of my head, like freedom is an illusion, bro. Like they give you this freedom because they know like, uh, uh, let's just be honest here. Yes, weed can make you creative and it can motivate you. But for a lot of people at the same time, it will have you slumped 24 seven and it'll have you not able to think straight and it's addictive and all these things. So it really, I don't know. It makes me, it really makes me question like, are all these things that, that may seem like, oh, we're giving you that freedom. They're not, they're really just your doom or headed to your doom or giving you not even head, not even help. They're giving you the hand like, Hey, you see that hole right there? Let's go down, bro. Take my hand. And it's like, they know that they're doing that. And it's so scary because they have so much control and they're, they're really getting people with like that whole idea of the grass is greener. This is the yellow brick road, but that yellow brick road leads to hell. <laughs> and, it, and they're able to sell it. So, so great. So good. So greatly that, you know what I'm saying? They brought Biden in as this super sensitive yada, yada, yada. And that, and now look at what's happening, bro. We literally can't eat inside because we decided not to put a shot in our body. They they say the grass is greener. It's not greener. It's fake. It's fake grass. You feel me? I'll post that on. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's facts, bro. The grass is not greener. It's fake. It's an illusion. It's not grass at all. Like they give you this freedom to do what you want, but they're secretly telling you, yo, you want you to do this. You know, like. They wouldn't have made weed legal if if they wasn't going to profit off of it. You feel me? Like, the only reason all these drugs... And, like, I was having a conversation with one of my... I think, yeah, one of my mom's cousins yesterday. And we was talking about, like... I was, like, personally, like, I kind of have a problem with how, pe like, drug dealers are, like thrown in jail just for like either selling weed or selling some type of drugs i'm like for the most part if a person wants to do that drug they're gonna find a way to do that shit like regardless and he was like well you're making it like more available for them so like you're almost like are the reason why the community or the environment or society is like being bad or whatever and i was just like well you can say that right but if you look at the government, the number one fucking drug that people are addicted to and that fucks people up and kills the most people is opioids. Mm -hmm. And that's the drugs that doctors prescribe. That's like the most used drug and it's legal. So it's like, how can you say that these drug dealers, when they just trying to make money, honestly, and the niggas are going to do the shit at the end of the day. And I was speaking mostly for like weed dealers, like, for the most part, like, weed is not going to fucking kill you when, like, these politicians are literally pimping the American people out to Big Pharma every single day. Like, Pfizer made over $500 billion last year. Think about how much fucking money that is. Think about how much your parents get paid, like, 50K a year. Maybe maybe if you're lucky, you got 100K. They made $500 billion. 
in a I think it was just in a quarter, like just the third or fourth was, quarter. Yeah, I think it was a quarter too. So it's like when you think about like how much and like I said, opioids are the most addictive drug on the face of the earth. So it's like, so it's like, I don't know. It's just like crazy because it's like they're making you think that because a lot of people, they think that if you went to jail for smoking weed or selling weed, like, good, you should be there. You're an animal. But they turn around and get these opioids from doctors and like their reasoning is, well, it's not safe. And it's like. It's literally statistically proven that these opioids, that all this shit that these government fucking backed agencies is giving you corporations is giving you that shit is way worse than what the nigga on your corner selling you a fucking eighth is going to give you. And so many more people are just being sheep and just like agreeing with the government. And that's like why we're so invested in politics, honestly, or at least me. Cause it's like, like, I, like I said, I don't really like politics, but I'm very educated about it. So whenever I get the chance, I try and educate people. And that's probably why a lot of people don't like me, but it's like, I can't just sit back and like watch y'all blindly, like not blindly have a problem with the situation, but directly, not blindly, have a problem with the situation, but then blindly and directly support or blindly support and follow the niggas who are directly causing the problem with the situation like the problem you feel me you get does that make sense like so many people like this is this just for instance and we can like start talking about biden with this but the uh department of homeland security under the biden admin has just announced that they will be finishing the great wall of trump they will be finishing the the wall on the border this is like and like like it's sad like i'm not even about to laugh because it's just so sad like Everybody who was voting Democrat was doing it either because they was like Trump was racist or because of the immigrant situation. And not a year later, this nigga Biden is literally finishing the wall that y'all was all calling Trump so racist for starting. You feel me? Like like Obama didn't propose a wall. Obama proposed the wall like his second year in the joint. And it's like it's so crazy like it's honestly so insane to see this like real time because all the other stuff like when we were learning we were seeing shit that already happened like this will just show you that history repeats itself like seeing this real time it's like it's so exhausting because like you're literally seeing this shit and you're seeing all these people mad about it and these are literally the same people who were calling Biden king when he got into office. So it's like, how can you be mad about this situation? And you are literally directly supporting the nigga who is causing this situation. It like doesn't make any logical sense. And it's so irritating. Like another example of Biden lying, like you said earlier, this nigga has already in less than a year deported more immigrants than the whole Trump did his entire time in office. People kept talking about Trump. He went on all these golfing trips and this in his first year, I'm pretty sure like Biden has already gone to his Delaware house in 40 over 42 times. 
he's only been in there one year, and it's like the double standard is like, it's just sad, bro. Like, it, bro, on it, like it's so sad because it's like when, and I and I always have to bring up this comparison because people don't take it serious. I feel like, well, I feel like people start taking things serious when you compare things to the Holocaust, but. When you think about the Holocaust and what allowed that to happen, it was the media. It was the representation of Jewish people. It was, well, it was how the German people showed uh, Jewish people. And when you let the media, when the media has this control of, of information, this amount of control over information and how it floats around society, it's the scariest, especially when we know, like everybody knows CNN is biased. Everybody knows Fox is biased. We know that these news sources are biased and we are still like taking news from them. And it's like things trend on Twitter because people make things trend on Twitter. Like people made the Great Wall of Trump trend on Twitter the same way they made Biden finishing it not trend on Twitter if that makes sense. And it's like, when you have people that can control the flow of information that easily, like there's like, I honestly don't even know what direction that we can go in because CNN has too much control. These Democrats have too much control. Fox has too, too much control. So you can't even like, I don't even know what, like I said, I don't know what direction we're going in. Like we are literally being because it's like, as much as we can talk about this, as much as Joe Rogan can talk about, well, yeah, as much as Joe Rogan can talk about it, as much as we can share a post on Facebook, that is reaching such a minute amount of the population compared to how much CNN is or how much Biden can release a statement and with, say- With the exception of Joe Rogan. Well, yeah, Joe I, Rogan yeah, I was gonna say, Joe Rogan's pretty big. I, yeah, I was, yeah. Joe Rogan is damn near bigger than these news stations at this point. And that's why they're trying to silence that nigga now. Bro, fat, you, bro, you go on YouTube, he's not popping up on your recommended no more. I guarantee it. Bro, he like his, it'll be like one video from him. I'll watch it. And then the, all of the, uh, like the suggested videos below, even though I watch powerful J JRE at least three times a week, they never pop up on my, uh, like, you know how, like, they'll be, like, up next videos or whatever? Yeah. They never pop up on that. It'd be, it'll go to some whole other... It'll, it'll go to ABC. It'll and it's to... like, bro, like, we know what you're doing, bro. And it's... And, like, honestly, like, like, I'm a very, like, optimistic person. But, like, when I see stuff, like, you feel me? <laughs> like, I don't want to be right all the time. I really, like, I was really hoping that I was wrong about Biden and, like, all this shit like I knew I wasn't <laughs> you know I I knew I was right but I didn't want to be right I really didn't and it's like to see like this unfolding before our eyes literally everything that we said damn near two years ago now if you go listen to our very we on damn near what like pod 80 now if you go listen to pods number one through five we was talking about CNN we was talking about we was talking about all this stuff and it's like so disheartening, like to see like now everybody wants to talk about all this stuff we've been talking about after they've literally supported the nigga who's doing it. So it's like 
do do I believe that next time around, next election, people are going to be like, you know what? We're not going to believe the Democrats this time. Let's let's try something else. No, I don't. I honestly think y'all are going to do what y'all do every time. Y'all are going to be upset when then when election season comes they around. Forget. Yeah, y'all are going to forget. Bro, like people forget shit literally like the day after it happens. Bro, that is the most. Bro, oh my, the way people forget stuff like. People forgot what it was like to just live a normal life, bro. And that's, and I remember I was watching, I think I was watching this uh, conversation with Joe Rogan. I think it was Ben Shapiro, but the dude was like, normal life. But he was like, he was like, okay, humans are the greatest creatures on this planet, period, bro. I don't care what nobody says. And I agree with that because the way, like, humans are amazing, bro. If you think about how precise everything has to be for the human brain to just work, that's insane. But anyways, he was like, our greatest benefit is going to be our greatest downfall. And our greatest benefit is adaptation. And that's going to be our greatest downfall. Because you think about it, bro, we've been living in a pandemic for, what, two years, two and a half years. And and mind you, before this, for millennia, well... No, no, I'm going to say, from, well, yeah, for millennia, we've been living without a mask. We've been living this, you know, what it was like to have a normal life. And in a span of two years, we can't even walk inside a restaurant without having a mask and not feeling out of place. And that is so scary because we're not even like the like people, people will forget. Like I, I, I have a lot of friends, like they don't necessarily be total COVID freaks, but that like me, I, I'm, I'm completely against i fight against the grain that's just how i was right like that's just who i am so like i'll go into a place and not have my mask on or not give a fuck or like for instance i'll have like my mask under my nose and like as soon as i go outside that bitch is coming off right but there's people like i hang out with they'll still have their mask on their face or they'll like randomly just put it on like out of habit i'm like yo why do you have and they like damn i ain't even noticed and that's so scary like, you don't notice a whole mask is covering your fucking face? Bro, I'm like, we don't even know what we look like anymore, bro. Like, we, that's so, like, oh, it's, bro, it's so sad because. The internet was like the, it, and like you said, you you were just talking about best and worst things. The internet was the best and worst thing that ever happened to the yeah. human race because all this information is literally at the tip of your fingers. There's no there's no way of gatekeeping by the knowledgeable. And the, if, if you want to learn something, you can literally look it up. But with that, it has created such a society where we're we're just always worried about how we look. We're always worried about the wrong things. And it's like, people don't even remember how life was before Instagram. Like, that wasn't that long ago. Like, 10 years ago. We yeah. were before Instagram. Like, and... And like my parents, like, well, not my dad, but like my mom, like she'll be on Instagram all day or like my sister will be on Instagram all day. And I, you know, while I was in LA, which is actually, this is a fun fact. Well, one of the apartments complex that is is in downtown LA is called the Medici house or like the Medici family or like Medici building. And the Medici's, if y'all didn't know, the Medici's are like this super powerful family that was in Italy. But anyways, that the reason why I brought that up is because I sparked my mind to want to do research on, on Italy, right? And I, I was doing a lot of research 
on well, I, I watched two documentaries or like I watched three or four, but I watched one on Leonardo da Vinci, right? It was like an hour long documentary. And I'm like, they used to really like, cause Leonardo da Vinci bro is a genius. Is a Can we tone down the racism? No, nah, bro, I'm gonna keep it racist, bro. All, tw all 2022, all racism coming. But I was like, I was looking at Leonardo da Vinci. I was like, bro, he's a genius. And he's a genius in so many fields. And I'm like, I wonder why. It's because they didn't have Instagram. They didn't have a Facebook. Like, bro, they used, like, dudes back then used to really have to sit there and, like, find something to do. So it's like, if you think about it, bro, if you were to take away our phones or take away, like, video game time or take away Netflix. Or, like, yeah, TV. You would have so many hours in the day just to focus on work. And I'm like, that's why they, like, you think about, yeah, we have great inventors now. We have great artists, but like, you'll never have another Mona Lisa. You'll never have another statue of David like they had back then. Like these things took so much time. Like the Mona Lisa took 16 years to paint, 16 years. We will watch a, a document. Like I was watching a documentary, like, bro, I kind of want to stop watching this because this is an hour long. And it's like, not only have we lost patience, we've just lost so much time in our day just doing stuff that doesn't matter, bro. Like just looking at other people's lives. And I feel like that's, like you said- the Usually internet, it's inside. Exactly. And usually, the, I mean, usually. The internet is such a beautiful thing because yes, everything is at the tip of our fingers, but at the same time, it's so easy to get, like literally Instagram oh, is yeah, a trans, bro. Like that's, it'll have you hypnotized, just scrolling. TikTok is the most hypnotized. That's why I can't have that app. I'm not going to lie. I had, uh, no, I go on Instagram. And you know how they have those like reels and you can scroll down. Yeah. Bro, I've gotten lost in those a couple of times. I'm not even going to lie. Bro, I have TikTok only because like literally the only reason I still have all my social media is for this MDA shit. Yeah. If it wasn't, if we, if I wasn't doing MDH, I probably wouldn't have anything, but maybe snap but i probably wouldn't even have snap no more but because i've been debating about deleting but i'm like i needed to promote so like that's the only reason i have tiktok and like i will find myself going there and like just to post and like i'm waiting for it to upload and i see a video so i'll watch it and bro i I literally the other day i was on there for like an hour bro and didn't even realize it it's bro it's all they they set that up for a reason bro they know that, oh, y'all was like in YouTube. Okay, maybe YouTube's a little hard because, you know, the videos are five minutes and you got to go and click on the next one. Oh, you know what? Let's just make the limit, however long the limit is for TikTok. I don't know. But most it videos are- a minute are, at first, but now it's three. But now, but let's just be honest. Most videos are under a minute. So instead of, you know, having, making you scroll down, see something boring, we just gonna make you slide just like that. And you just gonna get lost, bro. And it- it's so intelligent. Like the 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 person that made TikTok is a genius. The Chinese government is a genius, and that's why. And you know what I'm saying? People was like, "Oh, Trump, Trump mean for making TikTok." You he know, for wanting to make so yeah, for wanting to ban TikTok. But look, bro, look how many people are lost on TikTok, bro. Literally, there's probably a million people that's been on TikTok for over 30 minutes right now as we speak. Probably since we started this podcast. And that's crazy, bro. Cause it's like, they didn't have time. They didn't have, they didn't have that stuff back then. So it's just like, they had to focus on work. Yeah. And 
this whole year, like I'm really trying to cut down on like how much time I spend just doing free stuff because it's like, what's the point? Like, what is the, what is that? What do you actually get from playing a video game and from now Netflix, I ain't gonna lie. I, I still want to binge watch my anime because, you know, but that's at night though. You, you'll never catch me in the middle of the day, just watching anime, but like, what does that really do for you at the end of the day? Like, it, it not only that, it's like it's literally deteriorating your body because these phone screens, the reason like they are the way they are, they light up like this is because they have Blu-ray lights in it. And that is literally the worst light frequency you can have on your eyes. That's why you see all these people needing glasses all of a sudden. Do you think niggas back in the 1900s needed fucking glasses? No, but... As soon as y'all get these TVs, as soon as you, like, people literally spend nine hours a day like this, looking at a computer screen. And then they spend another seven looking at their phone screen. And they're inside the whole time. Back in the day, niggas were outside. They were in nature. And that was the best thing for you. Because at the end of the day, yeah, we're humans, but we're still animals. Like, we need nature more than we need this fucking shelter that we built. And it's like, the thing, like, I'll catch myself, like, getting into that mode, like, I fuck, and I hate when I do it, like, I'll be, I'll wake up, and since I'm doing, we're doing this YouTube shit, I'll be editing a video, right, and I'll be like, all right, I'm editing this video, and I'll look at the t- clock, and I've literally spent my entire, I've, I've been on my computer just looking at the screen editing for five hours, haven't gone outside yet, and it's like, wow, like, this shit is not good for my health. It's not good for my eyes or nothing. There's nothing I can do about it as of right now. Like, that's why, nigga, we going to get this meal fast because I don't want to just keep Bro, we got doing to this to myself. But that's why, like, I was like, damn, I'm about to just start doing, like, editing outside so I can at least get some sunlight. So many yeah. people don't even get sunlight. I remember, and, like, this is terrible, but there's, like, points in college where – I don't even go outside until it's dark already. Like that's insane. Like you're not even getting sunlight now. And that's and that's another reason why COVID hit everybody so hard is because they and I remember Dr. Dr. Rhonda Patrick. I don't know if you watch her or she was on the pod, but she yeah, was she was on Joe Rogan's pod. I said on the pod like she was on ours. She should get on ours though. But I remember she was like the main deficiency in, in the human immune system is vitamin D, which, where do you get that? Direct get that shit for free. <laughs> exactly, bro. And it's, bro, it's crazy because, like, me, me and my dad were talking about this, too. You think about the homeless people. Them, they weren't dropping dead from COVID. Them dudes on the, those homeless dudes in L.A., bro, they was eating. They didn't even know COVID existed. They was probably like, what's up with all these masks, bro? They, is, it, is it smoke outside? They was fine, bro. And it's like. That's because they outside, they getting dirty. You know, I ain't saying go out there and be homeless, but you got to expose your body to not only sunlight, but you got to expose your body to certain things in order for it to build that immunity. And when people, and since people are inside and since, you know what I'm saying? And this, this isn't my info. I don't even know if this is, you know, facts, but John F. Kennedy Jr., you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if you heard of him, but JFK Jr., he was like, <laughs> bro, it's so crazy. He was like, think about when the flu vaccines came out, right? He was like, it was it was a rarity to be allergic to things. And now, 
literally everybody's allergic to everything. I'm alert, bro. The doc, I went to the doctor the other, like last month. She looked at my sheet and be, it was like, this is the longest allergy sheet I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, bro, he was like, he said, you want to know why? Or the, the JFK dude was like, why? Because of the flu vaccines. So now they're putting this artificial immunity into you that's making, that's in the long run going to make your body less immune to more things just so in the future we're gonna have more allergies exactly we're gonna have more gender dysphoria we're gonna have more low self-esteem all because we can't just go outside and just that's what that's what like that's this big this big argument like about the covid vaccines and like people who have already had covid and they have like natural immunity it's like if you already fought it off why do i need a vaccine because all the vaccine is going to do is what covid like for those of y'all who don't know, well, I don't know about this fucking like this COVID vaccine because this is like literally a new science. Like this, this, <laughs> like, this, the crazy thing is like they're making y'all do shit and they're literally pulling it out of, out of their ass. On the spot, bro. The more the, the Amaricron shot, I mean the Amaricron variant just came out in November. They and already. They, got- <laughs> bro, I like, bro. When I, I I called this shit when they was like, after the first COVID shot wasn't working, they was like, "Fuck it, take another one." Oh God, <laughs> nigga, what? How y'all? Gonna what the hell do you mean, "fuck bro. it, take another one"? Bro, it's like Pfizer. Was like, <laughs> got, Pfizer literally got banned for causing blood clots in some countries. No, nah, that was Johnson and Johnson. Oh no, yeah, Johnson and Johnson. Then got unbanned. Now, now they got a booster, bro. How? How, bro? It it, bro. it hasn't even been a year since this shit has been out. No, the vaccine You're forcing been out. niggas to get it, oh, and then bro. you forcing niggas to get multiple ones of it, and you don't even know if the shit works. And then even worse, bro. You know what's the most evilest thing? Well, if you really love this vaccine, bro, if you really love this vaccine, you should hate the Democrats. Period. And you know, bro. Honestly, I'll be sounding so all right. But it's just because it's the truth, bro. They literally held out on this vaccine until Trump got out, got out of office. This nigga Trump had the vaccine ready in the summer of 2020. Bro, they literally, bro. Oh my, if you don't think the Democrats and these vaccine people are conspiring together at this point, I don't even know, like, I don't even know what to tell you. The fact that they really- Not only to- that, not only that, these niggas are purposely letting COVID people die because they want to promote the vaccine because you don't need the vaccine to fight off covid there's treatments you can take to fight off covid not even that bro which is true but if this is the golden grail of medicine this this covid vaccine if you think that these these people really had it ready when trump was in office but instead of giving it to him while he was in office and letting him distribute it, they waited until Joe Biden. Think about how many people died because they couldn't get the vaccine. Because I'm not gonna lie, the vaccine is good for a lot of people, 100%. The, the numbers don't lie. Like it is good for a lot of people. If you're older or you got immunity issues, I would say take it. But for people like me, I ain't got no immunity issues. I'm not older, so it is what it is. But they literally let so many people die just so they could prop up joe biden or- it's, it's not even just that though like the push for these vaccines is so crazy they was letting people die 
If you don't want to, if you're not unvaccinated, they will let your ass die because you didn't get the vaccine. They won't treat you or nothing. Like, that's the craziest, like, there's literally treatments for COVID and they wasn't giving the, they were calling these treatments disinformation because they wanted to promote the vaccine. And it's like, bro, that, if if that's not, like he said, if that's not the most evilest shit, bro. because people could have lived but guess what? Pfizer wouldn't have made five hundred billion in that quarter. So what oh they say? Let's God. fucking give these niggas their money, and Bro. let's let these niggas die. And like this. Oh, but but just before like we go off into a whole nother thing, let me explain what a vaccine is supposed to do for y'all. Like I said, this COVID one. I'm not speaking about this one because this is a mRNA vaccine. It's literally a completely new science. And you know what's crazy? The nigga who invented, like, this type of vaccine, the mRNA vaccine, they banned off of Twitter for misinformation about this vaccine, about the COVID vaccine, which is crazy because this nigga, like, literally invented this type of fucking vaccine. But that's not the point. But what a vaccine does or is allegedly supposed to do is it gives you a little bit of the virus that you're fighting so your body can fight fight it off and you get the immunity that way so if you already had covid there's no logical reason for you to need the covid vaccine because it's doing what your body already naturally did like, then, right, let me say that again okay, for the see. niggas in the very back <laughs> let me follow it up with something though let me follow oh yeah up. yeah if you already had covid there is no reason for you to get the vaccine because it is just replicating exactly what your body already did, fighting off the COVID. And in addition to that, you feel me on the more evil tip, these, bro, the CDC was literally saying, with, if you catch COVID three months later, you're susceptible to catch it again. If you go look at the CDC's update on it now, they say it is extremely rare for you to catch COVID twice, which means that it did not. The when they say extremely rare, that means it's not. It's probably not gonna happen it's to not. you. <laughs> exactly. They said they had, they don't even. Have, they I think they said they had one case where that ever happened. So ever they, ever they literally told, like they literally lied and said that your body won't obtain natural immunity after three months just so you can get this vaccine. And then now though, now that the vaccine's out and it's a mandate, now they didn't change the whole sign. Now, no, now your body just, if you got it, you, if you had it already, you probably, you, you be, probably be straight. Yeah. You probably like hella niggas that got the vaccine that already had COVID. Exactly, bro. And it's so sad that it's like, they're just putting information out so late and they're doing, they're delaying information on purpose, bro. Like all the stuff that we've been saying about this, We've been saying this since like September of last year, or if you want to be picky about it, since earlier this year or last January 2020, 2020, not 2021, early 2021, late 2020, bro. They're putting, they're finally putting this information out, and it's like they've been knew this, bro. Everybody knew this. They knew it. They just was like, even if they didn't know about it, they was acting like they knew. They was acting like they knew some shit about the shit they was advising you about. Like, oh, that's man. my biggest thing. Like, 
if you didn't know, all right, cool. But you over here acting like you know, like, 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 just really think about this for a second. Right after the vaccine was first launched, less than a month later, they said, fuck it, take another shot because it's not working. Like, think about that. <laughs> that shit makes like, no sense. People don't even know. Vaccines take years to get developed. People don't even know what is the booster for. Honestly, ask yourself if you if you got the booster, or you plan on getting the booster. What is the booster for? What is the booster going to do for you that the main vaccine hasn't done for you? And and like, all right, let's let's count the shots first, real quick. You got to take two doses just to get the original vaccine. All right, whatever. Now they saying you got to take two boosters and now a third booster for the remote. So you got to get five shots in less than a year for a disease that was literally killing less than 3% of the people. And affected. it's like, bro, there's only three variants. It's only the main one, the Delta one, and the more of uh, the Omicron. Those are the only, those are the main three. How, why, why is there five shots? Why is there even three boosters? What is the original one? That's what I'm saying, bro. What are the boosters for? Okay. Okay. Just if you want to play devil's advocate, the booster, the first one's for the Delta variant. Okay. The second one, nobody knows where the second one is for. The third one is for the, the Omicron. Like, bro, where? how do we even account for the other three shots that, I mean, the other two? Because you still got to get a second one for the for the original COVID dose. Like, bro, what? Like, I, like, like bro, sometimes, it's, sometimes it's I feel so like exhausting I just to even talk about. I feel like I can pinch myself and wake up like this is a dream, but like it's not like we're really in a world where this stuff is really happening. It's like in all jokes aside, bro, it's honestly the scariest thing because it's like I feel like we're at the bottom of like an, a pool and we're drowning and everybody else is drowning, but everybody thinks that they're not drowning. Everybody thinks they're just OK, but we know we're drowning, but we still can't swim to the top because, because all niggas are holding us down. And not only that, but they just keep filling up the pool. The people that know, the people that threw us in there, they just keep filling it up. They just keep making it worse, keeping it work, making it worse. And we just can't get out of here. God, that sounded so sad. But like, you know, that's literally why we like, we have to hit a mill by next. We have to do it. Like, bro, it's like, Like, I think we can't live in no major cities because all the major cities are going to be vaccined out. Like, we got to make it with our own way of profit or else, like, it's like. Or you fuck. Like, if, if you depend I, on a job, bro, like, you damn near fucked, bro. Yes. Yes. Literally. Like, it's like the saddest <laughs> shit. Like, like, half of me is like, I'm happy because I'm like, nigga, you wasn't the crazy one. Like. I can look at myself in the mirror and be like, nigga, you was right. You wasn't the crazy one. You wasn't tripping. You was right. But then it's like, nigga, you was right. <laughs> so it's like, I'd I would have rather been wrong. Cause it's like, I can't even eat in restaurants. Just cause, just cause my point has been proven, bro. I can't eat in restaurants. Like, God, bro. We literally had to sit outside. And it's like, like bro, I feel like food, they just, my school just mandated the, the booster for niggas. Me, I'm straight. I have my religious exemption. But I'm like, my homie, he's like, now he's like kind of getting woke to this COVID shit. I'm like, 
nigga, like, it's going to be much harder for you to fight it now that you've already opted into it. You feel yeah, me? and it's like, if you got the regular vaccine at this point, you might as well go all the way. You think so? Nah. You don't think so? I think, nah, honestly, I think the less amount of shots you get, the definitely it is better for you. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I feel like if I got, t- okay, if I got the one shot, like the, just whichever the first one. one? Yeah, no, if I got, because they have one that's just one shot. If I'd have got that one, I'm not getting no boosters, bro. But if I already got two of them, I might as well get the, the five. Nah, but if, if I got, nah, if I got, like, any of the first shots where, like, where you're first vaccinated, even, even if it's one or two doses, you're straight. But, like, I feel like as, as soon as, like, you get the first booster, it's like, bro, you might as well just keep going with it because it's like, no, nah, I mean, honestly, I still think you better off just stopping, just stopping while you're ahead. No, I might as well just get my freedom at that point. Oh, 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 you mean, like, if it's whether or not be free? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just you might as well get it so you can be free because, nigga, it's already in your system. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, like. Niggas keep asking me because I, I I'll tell my um I was telling my grandma and she was like I was like telling her like some stuff I missed out on because I wasn't vaccinated. She was like, and you still not gonna get vaccinated? I was like, yes, like because I was telling people um because I forgot that I had if for those of y'all who don't know, I used to be like a, a quote unquote code hooper or whatever, allegedly supposedly, I used to be ranked supposedly right and. Yeah. I sent a mixtape of my high school, of my just my senior year highlights to the school I'm at. The school I'm at is D1. And I sent it to their coach. And he wanted me to start practicing with them. He he emailed me back like the next day, was like, yo, you look nice. Like you're cold as fuck. I want you to start coming around the guys and playing with them. And a couple of days after that, he was like, um, asked me if I was vaccinated. So I was like, nah, nah. He was like, he was and it changed it like damn i don't know if we can take that risk yada, yada, yada. which i understood like i'm just yeah. a random nigga i wouldn't take a risk with my team either for just a random nigga but um yeah, sure. so and i remember because like um the basketball season just started and i was watching play and i was like damn why didn't i play and i remembered it was because i didn't get the vaccine i was telling them that and it was like and you still not going to get the vaccine i was like no i've already missed out on all this shit why would I turn around and be like, you know what? Now let me get the vaccine. Like I've already missed out on this shit. You know, like already got my fucking, uh, like that's honestly, they're, they about to go to San Francisco, I think tomorrow. And that's like one of the things that hurt, like that trip, like it hurts my soul that that was taken away from me. Cause it's like, that's like an opportunity, like that was a crazy opportunity right there. Like some people that go on that trip, they don't even go back to school after because they're working on a startup with those startup companies in San Fran. Like they drop out of high school and get their career from that five week trip that I was supposed to go on. And I, that shit really got taken away from me because I didn't get a vaccine. And niggas are like, and you still not going to get it. Yeah, I'm not. Like You might as well go all the way now. You didn't. Missed That's out. what I'm saying. Like, I'm gonna go all the way because, like, fuck it. Like, you can't take too much more from me at this point. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, even if these niggas was like, we gonna throw you in jail if you don't. Like, fuck it, fuck it, bro. 
Cause like, like let me all right, real shit. If they was like, yo, if you don't get the vaccine, you're going to jail. What you doing? Like real shit. How long am I going to jail until I get it? Nah, and yeah, until you get it. <laughs> so you get it. How old am or I? Or until all this shit's over. How old am the I? The age we are now. <laughs> Nigga, I'm gonna go to jail. I'd either no, I'd either kill myself or I'd get it. I wouldn't go to jail. I'd go to jail. I'm not going to jail, bro. Do you see I mean, I, they would have to catch me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't go to jail. <laughs> They would have to catch me. I'd have to. I'd run first, but I'd I'd probably go to jail, just because like I I I honestly believe all this shit is gonna pass. So like I'm I'm gonna be like I'll 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 sit in there a year or two because I I honestly believe a year or two from now it's not gonna be like like they're not gonna be trying to force niggas to get the vac. I may be wrong. They may be on the fifteenth booster. <laughs> now you gotta take daily vitamins as your as your COVID. You gotta medicine. take a daily vaccine, bro. Like, and then you know a CNN posted, and I shared it on Facebook, but they was like, uh, COVID or hospitals are full with with kids that tested positive for like the COVID, the the Amarion variant, and bro, literally, if you scroll through the article, they're like, yeah. Most kids didn't come in because of COVID. They just found out they got COVID through screening. I'm like, bro, why would y'all, why would y'all title it something so misleading? Because the person that shared it was like, make sure y'all keep y'all kids safe. But these dudes, they they going in for broken arms, they going in for daily checkups, and they just happen to have COVID. And even bro, Fauci said this. He was like, most kids that are getting this aren't going to the most kids that are in the hospital for COVID or for COVID. They're not even in the hospital. They're just going to the doctor and they just happen to get tested. And then and they you, have, and you know, what's even, and this is like the scariest part, like, cause like, bro, I like the reason we started this podcast before the YouTube, before all that is cause so we could have conversations mainly, but really like when we like really started getting on this podcast shit is so we can just maybe encourage some of y'all to take those blinders off because like once you take the blinders off like the picture you see is like mind-blowing and like when I tell you like it's so scary because like you'll be the one you'll be seeing all this shit so clearly and you see everybody walking off the cliff and it's like heartbreaking because at the same time they're now it's it's I don't know if it's in the um the CDC is recommending that testing starts um that they start testing kids age 5 to 11 for the third booster, right? Mm-hmm. And like if you just see at this exact moment they say that now all these or now all these headlines is coming out of kids in the hospital cuz of covid. And it's like, people don't read the article. They're going to look at the headline and be like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Let me go get my child vaccinated because I don't want my child to die. But it's like, the headline is so misleading. Your child is more in danger from the vaccine you're about to give them than they are from COVID. Bro, kids are more likely to drown in, in a pool or in the ocean than they are to die from COVID. Like... It's so sad because, like, 
Bro, oh, bro, it's so sad. Like in New York, New York is it's getting terrible in New York. Oh yeah, let bro. me let let me say this real quick, bro. In New York, they literally have vaccine setups in the subway, bro. That first of all, that's the dirtiest place to even have needles that are gonna go inside of your body ever. But second off, there was there was a time when polio and measles and chickenpox came through and swept through communities. Like, killed everybody. The flu. There was times, the swine flu. Ebola. There was times in years where well, the not flu. not Ebola. Because no, if, Ebola, if, if Ebola came through and swept niggas out, it's sweet niggas out. <laughs> no, nah, it swept people out of Africa. Either way. I wouldn't say it swept. It killed niggas. I don't think it swept niggas out. Either way, they they have never put a medical se- like first of all, you know how many homeless people are in the subway. First of all, where's the housing for them? Forget all COVID. You know how many people died in the subway just from getting beat or getting robbed or getting killed? That's first off. Second off, bro, like if this isn't pandering to something bigger than just a vaccine, because like obviously people don't care about cigarettes are still legal until cigarettes are illegal and alcohol is illegal. I'm not going to say that people can, I'm not going to say the care about the health. Exactly. So if as you soon as they get McDonald's off of every corner. Exactly. When, when they do that, then I'll be like, you know what? Maybe the government does care, but until that happens, bro, there's always going to be this bigger plan that they got over people that they're trying to, you know, make seem small, like these little vaccines put them in subways to make it accessible to everybody. Bro, food's not accessible to everybody. You need food to live. You need water to live. Well, I guess you could say water is accessible, but clean water isn't accessible to everybody. So why, So you think it, free- it, back- Flint still doesn't have, Flint is an American city, still doesn't have clean water. Free vaccines in a subway? Come on, bro. If that's not- you if can't even mean, get in the fucking subway for free. Exactly. <laughs> you can't even go to work for free, bro. But they they gonna give you this. They gonna That's give. I'm saying like all these homeless people, all these people starving, but they want to give you a free like. Like why are you? Why are y'all like, just so like fucking gullible? <laughs> like bro, I don't even think it's that. I just think a lot of people just. I don't think they pay attention, bro. I think that's what it is. Cause I feel like it, I don't know. Cause I feel like if people seen the same stuff as we see, they would, they would be able to form an opinion. That's bro, like, oh my, but they don't even look. But you remember, bro, nigga, you remember, you remember when this first started and like niggas was like, there's a micro trip in the vaccine. They about to start capping. And it was mostly like conspiracy niggas. I was saying that. Nigga, tell me why they just came out and said these next boosters, they're thinking about putting a microchip in it so they can scan your arm so you don't have to carry around the vaccine card. And people are like, yeah, this is a good idea. These niggas are literally telling you to your face they about to microchip you with these vaccines and y'all are going with it. Like, think about that. They gonna put... Because all a microchip is is a fucking mini robot. They're going to put a robot in your body claiming it's for your health. Let me ask you this question. 
Now, this is a hard question to answer. I don't even know if I have the answer to it yet, but I've never been asked. But, okay, if they're like, okay, if they're like, the little microchip is a little tracking device or whatever, then would you like, would you be like, and then somebody asked you, okay, but we have phones, we have laptops. We literally have tracking devices all over us. What would you, how would you combat? And then somebody was like, so what's so bad about having it on your finger? Nigga, I can throw my phone away. I can't throw but my like, finger away. Most people aren't going to throw their phone away. So Yeah, like, but it's just, I'm able to. Once it's in your body, that's literally the government saying they own you. They own your body. And that's, that's the scariest thing about this fucking vaccine shit. Because like, you know, like just, we were talking about abortion earlier. I'm pro-life all the way but i will never say abortion should be illegal because this nobody should ever have the right to tell you what you can do with your body and the scary thing about this vaccine is they're literally trying to make it to where they can force you to get medicine for the greater good and i what one thing i hate is like when niggas are like well it's not for you it's for everybody around you get the vaccine for them like that's just not like shut your bitch ass up (laughs) and and i think that's i think as you said brother scariest thing is the control factor like the mask on surface aren't scary but the fact that the government can make you do that is terrifying so the fact that they can the fact that we've gotten to a point like there used to be a point in like the 1900s where they took away alcohol and people was rioting out, people was burning down buildings, bro, just because of that small glimpse of control that America had over alcohol. We've gotten to a point where it's on the verge that that putting a mini robot inside of you is on the verge of being acceptable. Like, do you, like, bro, the, the Boston Tea, like, the whole reason, one of the reasons why America was even formed was because the British was taxing them heavy and they wasn't getting the same benefits. Now we're living, we live in an America, like think about how rebellious that is. Just because taxes were too high and you wasn't getting treated the same, y'all started a whole new nation. That's crazy. And then look at us now, bro. We are on the verge, as Americans, on the verge of allowing a little robot to be implanted in our body that has zero testing, like zero long-term testing. This is- uh, Did you see the meme it was like? <laughs> It was like Americans in 1776 going into almost certain death. And it was like the niggas marching off the war. And it said Americans in 2021 uh, scared of almost certain survival. And it's like a nigga with a mask and like hella shit on. And it's like, that's so true. Like, like, damn, like, and I'm speaking of white America right now, because like, I can say this as a black person, the black community, like we've been so far from reality for a while, but what the fuck happened to y'all niggas? What happened to to the founding father in y'all, bro? Like, bro, like, like what happened to that crazy Eastern European in y'all? Like y'all just, y'all just, bro, it's crazy. We're at a point where like, I'm, I'm fucking with the racist Republic, like the racist American, like, me and the racist Americans have more in common at this point than I do with most black people because they're just blindly following this fucking COVID shit. Like, do you know how sad that is? I have to team up 
with the racist ass American just, just so I can live at this point because y'all are so like lost and it's like bro I, it's like so sad to talk like we was talking about the CDC earlier remember like these these niggas they was like yo if you get COVID you need to quarantine for 14 days one after the 14 days you don't even gotta test to see if you still got it or not you can just if you're you're good after the 14 days that was stupid of on itself now they changed that 14 days to five days out of nowhere people are mad about it they like nah. and people was like nah i'm still gonna quarantine the 14 days i'm like first off you got that shit from the same lying ass cdc that said you only got to do it for five days now and they said that they said look it was like we changed it to five days because we we gotta realize we gotta start getting the economy back up. Like we can't keep the economy down. Wow. The same shit Trump was saying. Like literally the same exact rhetoric this nigga Trump was using is the same, like their reasoning now, two years later, after the economy has gone to complete shit. The American dollar is literally not gonna be worth a fucking 50 cents in the next 10 years after this. After inflation has risen 10%, after Pfizer made its $50 billion in a quarter, they want to tell you this shit. Like, you got to see the bigger picture. You can't, like, you feel me? Like, this nigga Biden, remember when Trump was like, yo, COVID is not going to be solved at a federal level. The states got to figure it out. They called that nigga hella shit. Biden literally just came out a couple of days ago and said, there's no federal answer to COVID. And right after, after like a couple of days after he shitted on all unvaxxed people and said, he hoped y'all don't have a good Christmas and it's going to be really fucked up for y'all soon. That's after he said this, then he was like, there's no federal answer to COVID. Um, yeah. The state's going to have to figure it out. And then fucking went to his fucking vacation house. This is this is the nigga who was going to save America. Like, this is the nigga who y'all put so much faith in. And it's like, it's just like, I'm happy. Like, it, it's like, I can't even be happy that I was right. Because it's like, nigga, like, y'all not even going to change. So, like, what's the point of me being happy? <laughs> you feel me? Like, y'all going to be the same <laughs> dumbasses. Like, I would be happy if y'all was like, all right. You know, we learned our lesson. Y'all not gonna do that shit though. So it's like bro, really like, no use. Bro, look. <laughs> we've been like, we've been spewing this nonsense, quote unquote, for a year now, year and a half almost. Which is actually congrats to us, bro. Cause we honestly like the fact that we stuck to this is amazing. Not amazing because like I expected it, but you know what I'm saying? Like that's just tight that we did that. But nah. anyways, bro. We've been spewing this quote-unquote nonsense for years. And it's like, we're not the only ones. Like, as much as I like to put myself on a pedestal, like, we had to learn this from somewhere. So there's other people saying this stuff, and there's other people listening. So if y'all don't believe us because you look at us as, like, you know, these dumb college students or they don't know what they're talking about it. I mean, they don't know what they talk about. Go check out something else that's a that's an actual news source and inform your own opinion, bro. But, like, Stop just blindly following these orders because at the end of the day, bro, America can't run if Americans don't run. 
towards what they're trying to run towards. Like if people was like, if, 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 if states were like, in order to work, you have to get the vaccine mandate. I mean, you have to get the vaccine and people didn't get the vaccine and just didn't go to work. That state would shut, or that city would shut down or that state that whatever company that is, that will shut down, period. So it's like, as much as you think you just got to go with the flow, you don't have to go with the flow. And it, and it starts at an individual level because a lot of people be like, oh, I can't make a difference. But you are the difference. Like every single one of you is the difference. We're the difference. You're, Tommy's the difference. We're all the difference. And if we can understand that we can actually change something, because like I said, a lot of people just don't believe that we can. If we believe that we can change something, we can. And you just gotta, you just gotta be brave enough to not go with the flow just because it's convenient or just because it's the easy way out. You look at Van Gogh, he was poor his whole life. And then now his paintings are being sold for 80 million. He was a peasant. You look at Edgar Allan Poe, nobody was messing with him. And now look at, he's the most renowned author of all time. Well, one of them, of the most of all time, the most horror, the most celebrated horror author of all time, period. Shakespeare, that nigga was literally a nobody. He was like fucking ridicule his entire life. Now over, I think 25% of words used in the English dictionary came from Shakespeare. Bro, you know, like 98% of all movie plots and all TV shows stem from a Shakespeare plot? That's just a random fact, but that's crazy, bro. Or like, I, I don't know if it's 98%, but it's a huge percent. Galileo, they was, <laughs> they, didn't they kill him or they sent him to jail or something for thinking that, the, for saying that the sun was in the middle of the earth? Like, you got to understand. And that's why I love doing research on these people from the past, because a lot of these geniuses weren't celebrated during their time. And I'm not, you know, I'd like to say we're geniuses or future genius. Well, we're not geniuses now, but I'd like to say we're future geniuses. And I honestly am happy that we're not being understood during this time because a lot of, because whether you want to call it a futurist or a postmodern or whatever they say it is, postmodern creative, like, people often don't appreciate the things that they have in life. And whether, I mean, what they have right now, whether it's on a small scale of me, you know, appreciating this little chair that I'm sitting on or whether it's on, you know, we don't appreciate Kanye West for the music he's making. Like, it's fine that we're not getting appreciated right now. It kind, it's kind of like reassuring down there. Dad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's reassuring because then now I can say I'm in the conversation of Van Gogh. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I might... If they really go hard on this COVID stuff, I might just have to be a peasant and just let my work live on. And you feel me? Let uh, let the let the digital company give me immortality. Real, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know that was that was all very beautiful, right? And I feel like you know it's honestly a great place to just end this podcast on. But like before we go, I just wanted to tell y'all like. You know, I second everything that Dre said and like, just be open-minded. That's all I'm like, I'm not asking you to change your entire perspective on life. I'm not asking you to say, fuck the Democratic Party and just go straight, just voting for all Republicans. I'm not even asking you to just blindly listen to us and not take any of this COVID shit seriously. Just 
be open-minded about it though stop being a sheep stop thinking that these sources that is giving you your information is just 1000% right and there's no way they could be wrong because like like Andre said earlier that's the exact type of thinking that made the holocaust become a thing that's the exact type of thinking that allowed slavery to exist for 400 years that's the exact type of thinking that allowed this nigga Jeffrey Epstein to to do the shit he did so don't be a sheep because you don't want to look back 10, 15 years from now and realize that, damn, you weren't really living at all. You were just being hurt in a certain direction. You feel me? Because I look back, you know, I'm only 20. I'm about to turn 21 on January 9th, so I'm seven yeah. days. And I look back on the shit that, how, and I wasn't even like as big as a bot as most niggas are, but I look back on shit I was like doing four years ago and I'm like, damn, like it, it kind of makes me cringe just to think that I was living that way and was so ignorant to what I, what was going on. Like we was talking about the gang stuff, but like we was really over here saying, fuck these niggas and we was just so ignorant to like what all that really meant. Imagine you being 45 and going through that. So like just... Yeah save yourself from it right now like i said i'm not telling you to change your perspectives or not just be open-minded don't be so closed-minded and don't think that you already have all the answers because you don't and the longer it takes for you to figure that out the worse it's going to be when you actually do open your eyes facts that was beautiful just a little quote to end it off that is actually from a transformers movie they gonna be like one day people are gonna ask you, where where were you when they took the when they took over the world? And you don't want to be the person that says, I just stood there and watched. That's why I'm like, I'll go to jail for it, bro. I, no, I just to. myself, bro. But yeah, that's I, facts. I'll be like, bro, we just, we just go to the next world and see what happens. <laughs> but, but yeah, if you hey, thanks for listening. Hey, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to end it like how I do the YouTube videos. If y'all made it this far, make sure y'all like and subscribe. You can do do all that fun stuff. We appreciate y'all for watching or listening, whichever one. Uh, make sure y'all have a beautiful, blessed day. We appreciate y'all. Thank you guys for watching. Peace. Peace.